Hello, listeners, and welcome to a special episode of The Foglers. If you're a regular listener of our podcast, you should know that our episodes have more of a focus on the jokes and content rather than the information being presented. For this episode, with the upcoming U.S. election and the debates being just on the horizon, we at The Foglers thought it would be a good idea to take a more serious approach into what the election is looking like this year. Personally, I hate talking about anything politically related, as most people have already made up their minds on the subject. Having a discussion regarding politics feels either like a circle jerk fest where one guy is spraying his fodness of his party on the other guy's face, or it's a shit show where both sides are even madder than they were before because they can't convince the other person of their wonderful political views. But it is important to at least be informed about it because politics are incredibly important towards the way we're going to live the next four years of our life. The three of us are about to talk about a ton of political topics, some of which we'll agree upon and some of which we'll argue about. But in the end, these are just the viewpoints of three misinformed Americans. Know that if there's something you disagree with on our show, you can always contact us with your viewpoints and we'll be inclined to respond with our thoughts in a civil matter. Also, It's important to know that all political information is biased, including us. Just because you agree with us on a point doesn't mean that you're right or that we're right. There is no right or wrong in politics. There's just what is and what isn't. We hope you enjoy this special episode. And depending on how well it's received, we might make more of them or, uh, you know, less of them. (laughs) Either way. So with all of that out of the way, it's time to ask the age-old question. Should I vote for Biden or should I vote for Trump? Wait, 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 I'm sorry. Is that is that really the only music that we got? But, I mean, this is like a special episode. Surely we got some better music than that, right? Yeah, this, this is what I'm talking- See, this is what I'm talking about. This is the true- Patriotic shit. Alright, the Foglers are in full American motion, baby. Let's go. You guys think Kamal Harris is cute? Who? No. Oh, the uh, Kamala the, Harris. The VP chick? Yeah, Joe Biden's VP. No, no, I don't. Not even a little bit. Dude, she's like fifty-five, man. Do you think Joe yeah. Biden's cute? No, she is not fifty-five. Hold okay, on. Dude, have you seen a picture of Joe Biden when he was young? Dude, that guy fucked. That guy definitely oh, fucked. Wow, he, she is fifty-five. Yeah, he was cute. Twenty. Yeah. Twenty-year-old Joe Biden. Man definitely fucked, right? Like, he lo- he looks like every good-looking white guy, you know, in their, like, 20s, 30s. You know what I'm talking about? No. Yeah. With, like, the, the studious chin and, like, the, like, good facial structure. Like Fred? I don't know. <laughs> like Fred what? and Scooby-Doo? Well, Fred is not very attractive, right? Because he's got hair on his chin. Does he? But it's not like it's not like a beard. It's more just like strains of hair, you know. 
so it looks gross. I think that's Shaggy, dude. I think you got the wrong. Scooby-Doo oh, I'm thinking of Shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm thinking of Shaggy. Yeah, he looked like Fred, I guess. That show is so weird, dude. Why were those? Like, what? What the fuck were they? Were they getting paid? Dude, I don't know, but I wish my life was half as interesting. Like, there's so many flaws in that story. There's like five of them, and they're all just like. Oh, they just take it. their like stoner friend with them wherever they go. There's like yeah. three normal people, and then that was one of the found, oldest like, cartoons, yeah. if not the oldest. They just found some stoner on like the street with like a dog, and they were like, "All right, well, I guess you're coming with us too." Well, I'm pretty sure they didn't have to have a good storyline because it was literally like moving cartoon pictures, and like that was enough to get people to watch. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I heard an interesting story on the inter- uh, theory on the internet that they're actually all draft dodgers. Like, like this is during like the Vietnam War era, right? So that's how yeah. they're like always yeah. traveling around, and they, it doesn't seem like they're really doing anything. <laughs> but they're all really just trying to dodge the draft. Exa- yeah, exactly. Oh, that's hilarious. See, that would be funny. Yeah, that's actually a good narrative. But then why are the two chicks there? Because they wouldn't be drafted. So well, they well you gotta have chicks. Head. Yeah, I guess. If you're not in Vietnam, that's hot. Yeah. And, yeah, and that. And that was a pretty big uh, hitchhiking era, I want to say. So maybe they just picked up hitchhiking chicks. Also, would you rather be a housemaker or some person on a trip around, like, the USA? On, like, a party bus? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good, good argument. Right? Alright, anyways. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Foglers. Um, We got something special. I got my co-host Wynn here, of course. Yo. But today, we have friend of the podcast, friend of ours, good friend, Eric. Hello. You're going to be joining us today because we don't know anything about politics, but if we were to talk about politics, we would probably get a lot of hate because we don't know what we're talking about. So we brought in this guy who, um, well, you watch stuff and you like read stuff. We don't read stuff ever, <laughs> so the the correlation is there as to why we'd bring you on the podcast. Um, originally, we were gonna bring on another guest, but he uh, was busy today, and now it's just up to Eric. Eric, you're gonna have to talk for both parties today. How does that sound? Oh man, I'm not sure if I'm up to that. <laughs> yeah, you know, truthfully, um, before we start the show, we should mention that. Um, our political positions are, well, do you, do you guys just want to go over, like, where you stand politically? I think that it'll kind of just come out naturally. Like, there's no real reason to kind of, like, try to put ourselves in a box right now. Sure, yeah. Just, um, to clarify, like, further biases or whatever, um, the three of us, well, from what I understand, the three of us are mainly, like, Democrat-leaning. Um, that's not to say that we're not, like, open people. Like, at the end of the day, I don't really care about politics. And, you know, if you give me a good enough reason to vote for someone, I'll probably vote for them. Like, Kanye. I would have voted for Kanye if he became president for the sole reason that... For the sole reason that he's Kanye West. Like, I don't care about anything else. If he, like, became president and completely fucked up the country, and, like, we had to give a revolution, I would not have regretted voting for Kanye. So... That's my stance on politics. Um, yeah. 
Anything else to add before we uh, make some people mad with our opinions? Uh, not really. Yeah, let's get yeah. started. Yeah, so 2020 election. Um, it was, uh, I think before the coronavirus, I think, mo- I think all three of us could agree that we probably wouldn't have to care about it, right? Because it seems yeah. so in the bag. And, like, you know, presidencies, they usually don't go on longer than... I mean, they always... They usually go longer than four years. That's what I meant to say. And, like, it's very rare that a term gets cut short by one term, you know? Cause yeah, incumbents usually just have vote. a huge advantage. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know if it's always been like this in America, but it's always, like, eight years of democracy... Sorry, not democracy of a liberal democratic party and then eight years of a republican party and it usually switches off and that's the case that's how it's been since like bush probably right i don't know who was before bush but was that reagan depends which bush you're talking about yeah well <laughs> just look at about wikipedia the first I always bush. Go to the list the first okay bush? before first bush reagan, and then it was reagan yeah so those two are in yeah. the same party but but after that it's been like wishy-washy wishy-washy right like democrat republican democrat republican right so it seems kind of natural that trump would retain the presidency for the next four years because mm-hmm. you know bush was the one to really create the cycle and like he was the one that didn't get elected another four years and also uh that was like what started the whole dr dr like alternating fucking presidencies type shit so yeah but there's a lot of stuff that's going on in the news right now and a lot of shit has gone down since the whole like pandemic like that whole bat thing so yeah i don't know eric what do you have for me what do you got for me what i have for you well yeah i would agree with you before covid i would say trump most definitely had a very good chance of winning winning the election like i had to like gut guess me like two out of three chance because like biden was a very weak candidate like his his main appeal was that he's not Trump, basically. So that's still his main that's appeal. Still his that, main that's appeal. still his, yeah, exactly. That's still his main appeal. But that's all he had. But now it's like you know, after COVID, like the situation, like both around the world and the U.S. has gone much worse. So yeah. there's a there's there's a better argument to kicking out the you know like the current. Uh, I think coronavirus uh, response gave the Democratic po- uh, Party like ammunition to basically uh, poke holes in the case against Trump. I think so, yeah. And, yeah. you know, like I said, because the three of us are, you know, liberal, whatever, whatever you want to call it, like we, we do like have biases in our media. Like everyone does, right? If you're a Republican, you're probably watching Republican news. You're probably not watching liberal news and vice versa. So... You know, we're obviously not informed about everything, but I think it's fair to say that with how poorly the COVID shit was handled, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely gave a reason for the Republic, like for the Democrats, sorry, to be firing at the Republicans. Now, here's the thing, guys. If there was, if Hillary Clinton was in office right now, right? Like, let's say she made it to the this year and this COVID shit went down. Do you think it would have gone any better? I think the answer is no, right? I think well, it would have. You yeah, think so? I agree with Wynn. And the reason why is because I think I heard somewhere that 
there's like a, a, I think it was from John Hopkins University. They did a study, like as to what would have happened if the COVID response had been like, you know, if severe measures like lockdown would have been done, like implemented three weeks earlier than what was done, like what happened, like in actuality, which was like in the middle of March. I think like over a hundred thousand deaths could have been uh, could have been prevented. So like, timing matters, and like in the middle, uh, like in the beginning of a pandemic, like, you know, like days, like hours, they all matter. And like just the, just the fact that it was delayed so much, just you know, is the reason why we're in the situation. Yeah, like it's argue. It's like it's. I think Trump, like he in the past, like it's like evidence of him in the past, like not, um, like kind of ignoring his advisors sometimes. Sometimes that's worse. Sometimes it's not. I think in this situation, he definitely should have listened to like health experts when they said you need to lock down the country. And like you know, for the first few weeks, he was like, like kind of reluctant to do that, and then he decided to. And then he decided to let the states lock down, basically. So you so, think Hillary? You think Hillary would have locked down earlier? Yeah, I would say Hillary would have locked down earlier. Whatever, whether that would have been more effective, I mean, I guess you can't like say definitively, but I don't think she would have done worse. <laughs> Here's so, my argument for that: I don't, she probably would have did better, but I don't think it would have been much better because, uh. It seems it seems like the mentality in America is different from a lot of the other parts of the world, right? Because we're the worst country in COVID. Like this is facts, guys. You can't yeah, you can't like facts. dispute this. We're the worst country, and I don't think it's you know the president saying don't wear a mask is definitely not like helpful. But the mentality in America is like it's like a free country, right? Like everyone's like, oh, it's like you can do whatever you want, you know. So you. You can't, like, it's not like China where you can literally just, like, put a law up that says, all right, if you're not wearing a mask, like, we're just going to take you off the street. It's more like, it's more like they'll put up signs that are like, oh, you better wear a mask or else, you know, you're going to get sick or some shit. (laughs) The people that don't want to wear a mask, like, in this universe, they're probably not going to want to wear it in the Hillary universe, right? Yeah, Right, so my biggest thing is that uh, under a fictional Hillary Clinton administration, uh, it would have been a better response because like president Obama formed a, like a task force to help, uh, deal with like pathology or whatever the fuck they call it. Whatever the big word is, it's not viruses, but like outbreaks. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, say the word it's again. A, oh, epidemiology. It's the study yes, yes, of yes, how yes. diseases spread. Yeah. That is a big ass word. So, uh, like Obama formed a task force and Trump, got rid of it so like under the whole ebola thing like obama's administration had like a uh, system to deal with it and donald trump got rid of it and then like later coronavirus happened so that didn't Ooh. work well for him yeah i didn't know about that that's interesting so there was actually like a task force for like yeah uh like disease for and outbreaks shit. and shit well would that task force have been enough to i guess it would have been better it right? would have been like, better than something literally tweeting <laughs> don't wear a mask and all that shit whatever he tweeted yeah that was pretty crazy <laughs> the, the whole time that was going on it was it felt so like surreal that um he was doing that i still think here's my like conspiracy theory i think trump like tweets a whole bunch of shit just so he can get like he can like control them okay i'm not gonna say he's like some like fucking 200 iq you know brain genius or whatever but like he's definitely using like his tweets or whatever to like control what the media says and like have the media focus on certain things rather than others 
And I think him tweeting out, like, oh, you know, don't wear a mask or they should, like, delay the election or whatever is, like, a way to, like, divert focus from other areas. So the question is, what other areas, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I definitely think, I definitely don't think that's a conspiracy theory. I think, I think it's definitely true. Because remember we yeah. talked about this earlier? So it was, I think it was, like, about a month or two months ago, like, economic data was just about to be released on a Monday morning. Yeah. And then it was terrible. It was basically saying the U.S. economy has, like, like contracted by a lot, basically. That was the worst and then, GDP drop. Yeah, and then history. that morning, Trump decided to tweet that he wanted like delay the election, which is like basically everyone knows you can't do that. Like, yeah. we've, we've, the U.S. has voted during other pandemics, during both world wars, so there's, like there's no reason to delay. But he just decided to tweet that, and that morning, that's what the media decided to cover because you know that's you know because that's like another ridiculous thing he said. But then right. no one really covered. You know, like the the economic data that I forget, like some some organization, some government organization released. Yeah, it was like GDP so the, figures or something. The GDP like dropped. That. It had its lowest quarter ever. Like even more so than the Great Depression. It was the lowest drop ever. I mean, sorry, highest drop, biggest drop, whatever. You, you get what I'm trying to say. And um, like nobody was talking about it. Everybody was talking about the fact that Trump tweeted some shit on Twitter that literally doesn't matter. Because he knows he can't delay the election. Like, everyone that has half a brain knows you can't delay the election. I'm sure, like, I don't know. It seemed kind of crazy that people were just talking about that and not the fact that, like, our economy is in pretty big trouble right now. And, uh, I don't know. Like, it's it's interesting that he can kind of sway what the media looks like for him, right? Even though people are going to say bad things about him, it's like, he can control what bad things they're going to say, you know? So here's a fun fact. the uh, All of the media outlets, all the major news media, are owned by five companies. Like, when it comes down to, like, the parent company, like, of all the companies, there's only yeah. five in the United States. Yeah. Um, did, did you know this? Did you guys know I this? Did not, I, I, I knew, did not know that. So I knew like something like this, but I I know that three of them are Comcast, AT and T, and Disney, and then there's two other ones with like super generic names, like Enterprises International. Like that's a generic ass name, but like it's not that. <laughs> it's just something generic. So the other okay. two are like fucking obscure as hell. So basically, if these five like these five companies are basically divert like divided into liberal and conservative like ideals and then like obviously they're just gonna have it be pushing whatever they want on like the news and then if you say something that upsets mickey mouse you're gonna get cut you know so what does disney own because i know disney is like evil like they're like an evil corporation right well they're all evil right well yeah they ruined star wars they're evil guys. <laughs> Bro, did you hear about the... We talked about Mulan last week, but... Do you oh, know about, Mulan. like, the that finally Mulan, came out. Yeah, yeah, the Mulan boycott? Yeah, I'm definitely... Yeah, yeah boycott Mulan. <laughs> do you guys know about that? No, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, my okay, God. Okay, so basically, the actress, she she said... I think she tweeted or she used some social media to, support, uh, to voice her support for the Chinese government during the Hong Kong protest. So, like... Oh, so everybody's like that was seen. That was seen by a lot of people as like you know, like being anti-democratic. No, that wasn't seen by a lot of people. It was seen by the media, like the Disney and like the people making the movie, as bad because um, 
when she was protesting, like, you know, Free Hong Kong or whatever, they were like, well, we don't want any political stuff in our movies, so they kicked her off the set. And is she still no, in the movie? No. I don't think she is. So they got somebody else? I'm pretty sure they got someone else. Wait, am I am I thinking about this wrong? No, I, no, no. What, what happened was she voiced her support for the Chinese government. Like, okay, so I'm just going to pull up. A, oh, it was for the Chinese? Oh, really? Yeah, she, yeah, she voiced so, her support. Yeah, she, oh, she I didn't know her, that. Oh, and, shit. Well, I, mean, I thought it was is, the it, other way. No, it was not. Well, Do I mean, you guys think sense, that it was right? like her because, choice? I mean, probably. Because oh, she's probably. Like, what if she was approached, no. like, privately? <laughs> It's it's possible that Disney told her to do this, and the reason why is because Mulan, oh. like Mulan, is, is going to be like it, it has the potential to be a huge hit in the Chinese market, right? It's about it. Right. It's a Chinese story. It has Chinese uh, Chinese actors, so right. And be, if they like, don't, China's, and yeah, if they don't want, they don't want to upset upset the Chinese government. Yeah, because the they'll just straight industry ban it. Exactly, yeah. the film industry is very heavily regulated. There, they only allow like a certain number of foreign films each year, and they could uh. easily just drop any film that says anything negative about the Chinese government. Yeah, so and they're pandering. An, if an, yeah. And so if an actress to the or an market. actor on the set uh, declared a support for Hong Kong, like basically what Ming just said, then China would definitely clamp, like, clamp down on that shit. So I wonder if that actress is from China. Oh, she is. She's a, she's a, she's definitely she's a Chinese. Chinese American actress. I'm not sure. Well, right, but like, what if she was like born in Alabama or something? Then she's not really Chinese. <laughs> yeah, I think she was from China. If I had the guess, we I can look this uh, up. Right it's now. Uh, Liu Yifei. He's a Chinese-born American. Okay, so she was okay. born in China. She moved here. That's okay, something. yeah. So that might be like she would have business, I guess, talking about it. But yeah, exactly. I guess anyone like, I can talk we don't about know. China yeah, we don't know if this is her actual political views. It's it could very much be that Disney told her to say that. Oh, 100%. yeah, you know that's believable. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent believable. I believe that would be what would happen. Like that's the most likely course of action. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they would have just been better if they didn't do anything though. Like if it just was you know its own thing. If nobody said anything, right? Then you're not yeah, pissing exactly. anyone That's, off. That probably would have been the best, but I don't know. But or I guess maybe you she's kiss just her ass. not that. Yeah, or maybe she just didn't know that much about politics. She like read like one news article about Hong Kong. It's like oh, I like China, and then people just well, made a big deal out of it. Who knows? She hasn't backed down, from what I understand. It's probably a big okay, deal. Okay, well then maybe not then. No. Um. Here, let's stop. Okay, let's. I want to dive into that a little bit. Fuck this politics shit. So, guys, um, it's thirty dollars to watch the movie on Disney Plus. That's more than like a movie ticket. You could probably buy two movie tickets with thirty dollars. Probably not actually, but yeah, you well, get close, right? Yeah. Well, the um, age of COVID. What are you gonna do? You can't have like a normal release in theaters. Well, who's paying thirty dollars to watch a movie? And yeah. you already have to be subscribed to Disney Plus. Well, do you think Disney Plus, do you think a lot of people use Disney Plus in China? Because it seems like, the way Eric put it, it seems like this movie is meant for, like, Chinese people. Like, they're really pandering towards Asia, right? I figured it's just, like, another cheap cash grab at the people that love the old Mulan movie. Yeah, I think it's mostly that, but Disney, were they were banking on the fact that it would do well in Asian markets. Well, I, I mean, agree. The population yeah. is so large, like, it's gotta have a certain amount of money to be made. Did you guys, um, here's a classic example. Do you guys know about the movie The Mummy with Tom Cruise? Yeah, I know about the movie. Yeah, so it came out, like, I don't know, two or three years ago. Movie was ass, man. Like, I, I don't think anyone's disagreeing that that movie was ass. The You're not talking about the old sucked. one? No, I'm talking about the remake, the one that just came out with Never Tom Cruise. Never heard of that. 
It okay. It came out like two or three years ago, and it was and ass, it was ass. Right. Nobody's disagreeing with it, but it did really, really well in China. Like it more than made up for its budget, just off um China and like the foreign market alone. Because wow. people in China don't care about the story, right? They just want to watch like people shoot guns and like kill mummies or you know Cleopatra or whatever and shit. So yeah, I don't know. It's it, it seems like uh it seems like a money move, right? And everything in America is about money. That Cleopatra must have been fucking hot. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a movie, man. Yeah, right. It is. She's gotta movie. be. What? <laughs> right, of course, of course. Seems like a mistake to not. Even this Mulan actress is pretty hot, so. I don't know, but I saw a screenshot of her fighting with her hair down. And as a guy with long hair, you could never do that. You would never fight with your fucking hair down. You'd have yeah. to have that shit up. All right, 100%. so I'm calling historical bullshit on that one. Mm-hmm. You well, get into a lot of fights? Also, women. No, but I can't drive my car without putting my hair up. (laughs) When have you ever fought anyone? No. Not like a fist fight or anything. No. What about uh, Ronaldo or whoever that guy was that pulled up that one night? (laughs) First of all, that's way far off of his actual name. (laughs) It's not Ronaldo. (laughs) And second of all, he didn't have a problem with me. That was nothing to do with me. (laughs) Oh yeah, it was um. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Okay. Never mind. We don't have to talk about that. His <laughs> name was Christian, right? It was Christian. No. No. That wasn't. That's name. why I said Ronaldo. Was because I thought his name was Christian. Damn it. Oh man. Um. Fuck, dude. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, my point is, who's paying thirty dollars for this fucking shit show of a movie? Like Aladdin well, I mean, sucked. The movie itself probably isn't that bad. No, I mean, dude, it's... Aladdin was garbage. Aladdin was, was shitty, it? dude. Oh, okay. Well, and Lion you... King. Lion King was okay. Like, it's because... still just a cash grab. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, make a the... goddamn new movie. The thing about the Lion King was, like, they had to use, like, they had to tame the animals. You know, they had to actually tame the lions to do the scenes. And I can appreciate that. Like, that Wait, takes... he's animated. Yeah. That takes a dude, fuck that ton That movie of is completely CGI, dude. No, the... <laughs> What are you talking oh, about? The live action one. <laughs> It's animated. Yeah, the live one is completely. Oh, is it animated. really? I thought it it's, was. <laughs> it's 3D animated. You. Oh my god, man! Why? Okay, then I guess it's pretty bad. Damn. This Dude, one's I can't not animated. You thought that? Though. That's like a child, a child thought or something. Dude, wow, I was these, so sure that they trained really the animals. <laughs> well, why wouldn't they? They have the money. Their eyes are like pure black, like beads. They're not like real lion eyes. Like you wouldn't have noticed that. I guess. I don't know. Come on, man. Don't they, like, you, don't they open and close their mouth when they talk? Wasn't that a dead giveaway that this is not real? No! They did it! I'm pretty sure they did it, dude. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, like, I'm like 99% sure they didn't open and close their mouth. Lion, King, on, was gotta... just, Lion King was just recovered footage from uh, Joe Exotic's Tiger Sanctuary, and they put voiceovers <laughs> over it. Yeah, they just had to use tigers. They just put like more hair around them, right? Oh my god. Like, that's the only difference from a tiger to a lion. They gave him fur coats. Yeah, exactly. Have you guys talked about Joe Exotic yet? No. No? Oh my (laughs) god. Okay, so. I don't think there's much to talk about. No, I just want to add one little tidbit. So, apparently, like, the people who recorded Joe Exotic, they left out, like, a lot of terrible stuff and, like, racist shit that he said on camera. Like, apparently, he's a huge racist. That guy's definitely a racist. Like, on the regular. If you're a white guy living in the South, 
if you're white and you live in the South, I automatically assume you're racist. Like, no cap. Well, I don't know if that's me. Let's just white, technically but... say that Oklahoma isn't really necessarily the South. Oh, but it's white people territory. Is anyone Oklahoma. not white or black living in Oklahoma? Isn't Oklahoma like one giant Indian reservation? A lot of it that's is, yeah. Oklahoma was, yeah. I've been to Oklahoma. My aunt lives there. I've, All been right, there guys. Like, I've been there like 12 times. Would you rather live in Oklahoma, Wyoming, or Montana? Montana. Yeah, Montana for me. Why? It's beautiful. I mean, they're all mountains. pretty, right? No, they Oklahoma all got sucks ass, dude. Dude, Wyoming? Isn't Wyoming basically just, like, just grassland? That's, That's, That's where Kanye lives. I don't know anything about Wyoming. Do you remember the album Yay? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? It was like oh, seven yeah. songs long. That, Wait. That, that album cover is Wyoming. Wait, doesn't Kanye have like some sort of huge complex in Wyoming? I'm sure it's not a lot to buy property in Wyoming. <laughs> no, like, Kanye, he, he, has, he bought like hundreds of acres. He was going to build like some sort of campus or something. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Yeah. Like, Wyoming is where they have Jackson Hole, right? Jackson Hole, Wyoming? Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah where rich and that town has like the most wealthy like per capita or whatever for that town of any town in the United States. Is it really? Yeah, there, it has it houses like a large amount of white uh wealthy people compared to other United States towns. Huh, is it because of the ski resort? Is that what makes it so attractive? I don't know. But uh my aunt married a guy that did taxes around there. So he like did taxes for like really rich people. Oh, yeah. I want to tutor for really rich people. That's going to be my, like, fallback job. Is just, you know, tutor, like, snobby, rich white kids. What subject would you tutor? Math. <laughs> maybe maybe writing, because I'm pretty good at writing, but definitely math. We have this city called um, Bellevue, near where we live, and it's, like, home to just, like, a bunch of big, like, tech businesses, and a bunch of, like... Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not gonna make too many assumptions here, but there's a lot of like rich Asian and white people that live there, and it's like home to like Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos, so it's like a really rich city, right? And my friend, um, tutors like he just tutors once a week at Bellevue. It's like this neighborhood, right? And he just goes and he tutors these two kids, and he gets paid 150 an hour to tutor these two kids in like third grade. And it's pretty crazy. Wow, that's a lot of yeah. money. So they, well, they what just are his kind qualifications? of like uh that he passed high school. Jeez. <laughs> like I'm gonna get that it. job next. Yeah, I mean it's the job, bro. Tutoring is yeah.
Okay. But okay, so Eric, you can chime in on this topic. Mm-hmm. But Ming, I'm gonna beg you the question. Ooh. Is it not racist to even mention someone's race? Yeah, I think it's racist to even mention someone's race. I Wait, what? No, it's not. I think so. I think like, it is. If it's if it's unnecessary to it mention depends it. on it again, it depends on the context of when you're it's mentioning like, it. Okay, like uh, let me let me think of a good example. But sure, sometimes you do have to say like to identify people. You say like that guy's black, right? That's that's honestly fine if you're calling someone. I think there's because, a nicer way to do it. Yeah, I mean, you know, and the nicer way to do it would be they have very dark skin, right? Like, I'd rather have somebody say that I'm pale than have somebody say that I'm white because I don't want all the extra associations that people put on to the whole white thing. Well, then, do you remember what we were talking about, like, about traps, how it's just, like, the linguistics of the whole situation, and it's, like, different meanings? Like, But it's it just matters, dude. Word. The words matter so much. Mm, I guess, but at the same time, you know, the meaning's still there. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, for me, it sometimes you have to call people, like, by their color or whatever to identify. I'm not saying like you can't do that my thing is like if you add in something when it's unnecessary like uh I- i'm really trying to think of an example right now i s- i always see it on the news when they're like talking to like someone that's black or white and then they'll just say like white man like discusses or black man discusses and that's racist in my opinion like you don't need to put that there you can just say man is talking you know what i mean right sure. does that make sense that's yeah. what I think is like. Racist. I was about to say the exact same thing in a different way, but yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. I, I want to like. I feel regret for what I had said about the Mulan actress chick. So earlier, I don't know if you guys caught this, but I said that like what she would have business commenting on Hong Kong, and I'm gonna say that like in Hong Kong there are other humans on the earth, and she totally has business talking about them because she's a human on the earth, and it is everyone has business to care about human rights violations. Anyway, well, it's her right. I, I mean, just had to get that out of the way. It's your right well, I mean, to she was, care about politics. Well, Anyways. She was commenting, f- like, for human... human like, yeah, she was right. arguing in favor of then, human rights violations. I think that's why I had the thought. So I had the thought in my head that uh, maybe she had nothing to even do with that, and why would she even talk about it, right? Because she's an actress in a movie. But then I rethought about it while I was peeing, and I'm like, she's another human on this earth. And, like, Hong Kong are human people, like... People in Hong Kong are fighting for their human rights. Like, yeah. she has a right to, to have an opinion. There's no right or wrong answer to politics, right? Just like this Hong Kong riot, right? We see it because we're not there. So we're seeing it as, like, you know, Chinese government is taking over and, like, telling the Hong Kongers they can't do anything. But we don't actually know, right? We're not in the situation. And well, I mean, we don't there are people know, there like, who are talking about it and are expressing their opinions. It's not like we don't know anything. Yeah, but... My point is, like, you can't... This is another reason why I can't get too into politics. is because I don't know the full situation, right? It's really easy. People like to have opinions on stuff they're not knowledgeable about, right? And the more you don't know about something, the more opinions you're going to make and have. And it kind of makes you seem foolish, right? Like, um... I I don't know what the word is for it, but there's a I don't know if that's a valid excuse to just drop out. Hold on, I'm gonna look for the quote. Keep keep Sorry talking. Talking, keep talking. No, 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 no. 
Okay, the quote is, too many people have opinions on things they know nothing about, and the more ignorant they are, the more opinions they have. Sure. Right. But I think, like, yeah, so, it's like, as you do more research, as you, like, gain more knowledge, your opinion becomes much more nuanced, and, you know, as you know more, it's okay, it's still okay <laughs> to have those opinions. Yeah. Have, like, you know, well-informed opinions. It's that's... uninformed opinions, that's, yeah, that, those are the ones that are the most dangerous. But how so... many opinions are uninformed, Eric? In our well, world, in our society. Again, dude, that's that's a very simple question to a complicated situation. Like, like who knows? That 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 depends on your your opinion on what what constitutes informed. Like, if like, a guy the... watches CNN for twenty minutes every day, is that informed? If a guy like reads like a couple of newspapers, is that informed? Like, and you can only be informed? So, as informed as the newspaper will tell you. you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, yeah. So there's like there's a reasonable limit to how. Like exposed people can be to useful information. So, what like, is that old ass saying that it's like uh, realizing that all you know is that you know nothing or something like that? Yeah, sure, but that shouldn't like dissuade you from trying to still, you know, gain as much information as you reasonably can. Like you should still ha- tr- make some sort of attempt to have an informed opinion. In, in, yeah, yeah, in my opinion, I definitely yeah. that saying... agree with that. That saying is, like, just about about being humble, you know? Like, that's what I think it is. The reason why we put a disclaimer at the beginning of each of these episodes, well, for me at least, is because, you know, we do research on these topics, but we're not doing, like, we're not looking at the whole entire scope, right? Like, the topics that we have, and even this one about the 2020 election, it would take probably a good month to look through everything literally everything every single point every single like argument scope whatever and Mm -hmm. that would give you the most informed opinion you can get but the thing is we don't have fucking time to do that nor do we have the motivation to do that right and the resources exactly so that's why we put disclaimers is because we like we admit that we're not fully informed about this like i didn't even know the mulan thing like i thought she was in favor for hong kong i didn't know she was against the protests no like, i think what you're, like you're what you're probably thinking of is the like in the nba incident like some coach or manager in the nba he supported he he, he uh tweeted something in favor and like um supporting hong kong and yeah nba the nba got like banned in china or his team his team's games in china were like blocked or suspended or something I know I LeBron James. Yeah, I think he like lost Ro- his job. The Houston dude. Rockets, I think. Yeah, he also probably lost his job. Yeah. And yeah, then, that's uh, crazy. There was that Blizzard guy I uh, that he like played a tournament for some Blizzard game, and like when he won the tournament, he said "Free Hong Kong" like all real loud while he was like celebrating. Yeah. And then Blizzard had to like go through a whole bunch of like issuing statements, and like he got banned, and he got his prize pool redacted, and all that. It was some Hearthstone pro player, and. He literally went, so they were doing the winner's interview because he won the tournament and he went on and he had a face, like he had a gas mask on because that was what the protesters were wearing. Right. And he literally said like free Hong Kong on air, you know? Yeah. Which is, you know, even that's extremely controversial, right? Like you can't argue with that. That's like a real, it doesn't matter which party you support. Like that's a real that's a real fucking big leap to take to do something Well, Hong like Kong that. protesters need people like that because he's more famous, you know, like than just yeah, like a regular exactly. fucking guy hanging but out. But you will, you know? like, you're going to get consequences for that, like, for sure, right? So what, no when question. they redacted his prize pool, they that Blizzard cited that 
politics aren't allowed in their like bylaws or whatever and that was the reason that they had cited well did you know that tencent which is a chinese corporation they own like the majority of shares for blizzard i didn't know that i just thought blizzard didn't want to get kicked out of china because they need to make all that chinese money i'm not saying that's the reason why they kicked them out but that is something to consider is that tencent owns a majority of blizzard stock they also own a majority of riot stock which are the people that made League of Legends. I watched a YouTube video about it. But, I mean, no doubt in my mind, it wasn't because Blizzard was so anti-politics. Like, it was clearly because Blizzard needed to be friends with communist China. It was not because Blizzard is so abhorrent to talking about politics. But that was, like, their scapegoat in the their bylaws. Well, yeah, I mean, they're not... Like, if you get fired, they're not going to tell you the reason you got fired, right? They're probably just going to, like... Make up a reason, yeah. Or they'll give you, like, a really hard task to do, and you're not going to be able to do it. And then they're going to say, okay, you got fired because of that, right? That happened to me before. Yeah. That's, like, a that's like a really popular way of getting fired. Is they'll just give you some, like, impossible-to-do task, and you're not going to do it. It was a setup. Yeah, exactly. The old bait-and-switch. Yeah, anyways. um, I forgot what I was going to talk about. I had a transition thing. Um, 2020 election, I guess. Yeah, want to so, talk about Trump again? No, uh, let's I, talk I, about I, Joe I, Biden. I, I, wait, 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 I have one funny little tidbit I want to do, and then we'll and then we'll go okay, to Joe okay, Biden. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so I read, I read an article the other day. Apparently, Trump told Sarah Sanders, his former White House press secretary, to quote take one for the team when Kim Jong Un winked at her, which is just so wrong and hilarious on so yeah, many. Yeah, that's levels. like sexual harassment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's it's like it's horrible and reprehensible, but like. That's also like just what was he thinking? What was it? What what did he think was gonna happen? Like, Who are we to say gonna... that like presidents can't be? There's been a lot of like sexual allegations in the White no. House, right? Well, I mean, the reason was, did he think that like, what did he think that was gonna accomplish? That like Kim Jong Un was gonna sleep with this like random American government official, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, it might have just been a joke. <laughs> oh, I think what? you're overthinking that's a, it. Eric. That's a real distasteful joke. I think it's just a joke, though. Yeah, like, like he just thought he was funny it. as hell. So there's like a really famous that you've probably heard uh, Donald Trump's like interview. I think this was like before he became president. And he's like, I could go out on Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody in the fucking face and like nobody would do shit, right? Like, have you heard this? Yeah. Yeah. So like, clearly it's like, it doesn't matter what he was thinking. He thinks he can get away with anything that he could jerk off on her face and like nobody would fucking bat an eye. I think that's also a joke. Like I, I it's just like his way of, you know. No, I Did just you, thought it would, it would, would be funny. If, like this is what like finally breaks Kim Jong Un. He's like, like yes, I got I got to sleep with this woman. I'm gonna American you know pussy? destroy all my nukes. I'm gonna dissolve Damn. my regime. <laughs> yeah, that pussy was that good. <laughs> yeah, that... it was that good. <laughs> You remember the comment that Trump made before he got elected, and it was like grab him by the pussy or whatever. Like that was yeah, clearly that was, a big one. that was clearly a fucking joke, right? Like I don't, I don't think any, I don't know. But when I heard that, like in that context, and like the way he said it, and just like the words that he's saying, it was all very clearly a joke. I don't know. It was very not a good joke, but. But you can't just say it was a joke and then that excuses everything. Yeah, no, I'm not disagreeing with that. But it's not like his intention is to just grab women by the pussy, right? Right, but to even be joking about that, it's like, you need to fuck off. 
Yeah, 100%. I'm not disagreeing with that. It's very, like, inappropriate, <laughs> for lack of a better word. That's, like, what my mom would say, but it's inappropriate for sure. I think if you're running for the president, the most that you should joke is, like, age 12 appropriate jokes and don't go any farther than that let's put it <laughs> let's put it this way well i also you can make cultural jokes like that's what obama was known for he would make yeah. jokes about like the culture scene and like rappers or whatever um do you guys think bill clinton give uh fucking monica Lewinsky or whatever it was i don't know i bet i bet eric do you think he grabbed her i'm, I'm sure they did something like <laughs> didn't, didn't she just blow him i, I thought that's what happened yeah, I mean, I'm sure whatever yeah. happened, like I think he, he stuck said, a cigarette in his in her vagina too. So the big deal about that was not that they were having sex, in my opinion. Was that he lied it was, about it, right? Yeah, it was that he lied under oath about it. Well, is he going to tell the truth about that? But he Are was you going to tell the truth. And the president under oath is supposed to mean something, right? Okay, well, but when <laughs> are you going to tell the truth in that situation? Sure, but I'm not the president. I I don't know, man. I like, I I don't know. But also, really, like JFK. If that happened nowadays, it's like, what would happen if he just like said, "Yeah, I fucked her." What are you gonna do about it? You know, like, it wouldn't be a big deal, right? No, but it like, would. it is a big deal because he was married would. and all that shit. Yeah, solely because of the cheating thing, right? I'm sure their marriage was never the same after that incident. Yeah, and like, I'm sure it's still kind of weird. Yeah, and I'm sure, like, I, I don't know. What about JFK? JFK fucked a whole bunch of women. Cheated on his wife many, many, many times. Yeah, but I think he was smart enough to, like, you know, not get caught. I don't well, know anything about so. that. We know about it. <laughs> like, well, I mean, no, people knew about it, but it was more like people were willing to ignore it, I guess. I mean, and he was, like, the youngest president, right? So it's like he probably had the most functioning of all the penises. I mean, that's not... <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I guess, yeah. And when you're the president, it's like, you know they're going to line up, right? Here's the thing, man. Being the president in America is like... It's like you're basically... Your work's not... The stress in you is not because of like how much work you're doing or whatever. It's because you're the you're like the face of America, right? It should be, be all the work you're doing. If you're not doing work, then fuck you. Well, I mean... <laughs> right? Oh, no, yeah. I mean, you got cabinet members and shit. I and, don't know. And speaking of work, have you guys looked in... Have you guys uh, read up on, like, what Trump's daily schedule looks like? Like, I mean, what he no, actually does day to day? golf a bunch, right? Is that public? Well, uh, it's not public, but, uh, uh, like, I think a staffer leaked, like, what his, like, typical schedule looks like. And it's so funny, like, um, I think he doesn't get into work until around 11 or 12 work as in like you know like walking into the white house which is yeah out of his bedroom yeah well not, yeah. i guess like out of his residence or whatever right and like right, right. just for context like past presidents like bush and obama they would wake up at like six or seven that's when they would start working so <laughs> it's kind of funny that he's kind of lazy in that way and I've apparently he also joke yeah I've apparently he also joke that he watches too much tv yeah he he does that a lot too uh like up to like six hours every day is, is devoted to quote unquote executive time, which is apparently just him watching TV and tweeting mostly. So <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, yeah. I thought that was also funny. But 
I, you know, in my opinion, I don't think the president really has to work that hard, especially now, because Trump just listens to, like, what, 10 or 12 guys tell him what to do every day, and then he just does it, right? Because he's a fucking puppet. Every president is a puppet. Like, I'm not, not saying just Trump. Literally every single one. But the thing is, the thing about being a president is, because you're the face of America, people are going to look at you, and they're going to associate you as the image of America, right? Like, fucking... Like, Chinese people are looking at Trump, and they're thinking, wow, that guy is, like, the, like, that guy's the thing now, right? Like, they were looking at Obama the same way. Do you, like, do you get where I'm going with this? Sure. And well, I'm, I'm not sure if Trump really worries about that too much. Isn't that one of his, like, um, one of, like, okay, so maybe we should start arguing, like, why people should vote for Trump? Should we, should we, should we switch to that? Oh, I guess, yeah. Like, try to, a... try to play devil's advocate? Sure, sure. I guess, yeah. yeah. I guess w- was one of the major reasons people voted for him was because he was an outsider, right? He wasn't yeah. a politician. He didn't speak like one. He was going to, like, that's... you know, shake up Washington. Whether he's actually done that is is arguable, but that's one of his, that was one of his appeals, right? So maybe, I don't know. I don't want to talk too much for because he's not here, and I don't want to pretend like my opinion, you know, like I'm voicing his opinion correctly, but one of his one of the big reasons for wanting, like, you know, liking Trump is that he's an outsider. Yeah. And he's not, you know, part of the the system or whatever. But the thing but, is, guys, he's in the Republican Party. Like, he is just another puppet for the Republican Party. Just like how Joe Biden is a fucking puppet for the Democrats. Like, this is, this is not news. They're not, like, they're not your friend. They're, they're, <laughs> well, the thing I don't is, know. I, I would say that I'm, I would say Joe Biden, sure. I would say puppet, but if Trump, I'm not quite sure. The reason why is because no, he's remember no, remember, remember back in 2016, Trump was not the part was did not have like was not the like the inner party's like preferred candidate. But like, Eric, they, as soon as he of, became president, a lot of like very prominent Republicans like openly derided Trump and said like you know he's a terrible candidate, don't vote for him. But then when he was elected president, they all switched their tune. Like yeah, I, Eric. like. Pre- so I like I would say that like, like I would say that okay. in this situation, Trump has more power over the Republican Party than the party has over him. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I think well, okay. I think whether Donald Trump knows it or not, he's a Chinese puppet. I think. Ooh, well, what makes you say I'm, that? Ooh, yeah, that's a, okay. that's a, let's, let's let's go into this. He's like a, uh, you know how like the classic magician tactic is like look over here while I do something over here. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he's the look over here for literally all of the United States media while China does stuff over somewhere else. Sure. Well, I mean, the thing is, I'm, I mean, Can you give sure. me I think China's definitely taking advantage of like the geopolitical situation of like Trump's instability and like how everyone's just paying attention to his antics. And they're winning. And yeah, but I'm not sure if that was like their original plan. It's more like, it seems like they're just taking advantage of the situation rather than so the cause of the situation. What do you, how do you guys feel about 2016 electric election interference? Well, do you think okay, it was this true? Is, this is yeah. Well, well, well that was well. I mean, the Senate Intel I mean, they didn't they put out a report recently. Well, like they put out a bunch of stuff, but it was yeah, it was mostly from Russia. Chinese involvement right. was not as substantial, or there isn't so evidence. Across, that there but it was one. across the board, like it was across the board confirmed. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It, it it was it was confirmed that they attempted. To interfere so like, in elections, what what how successful they were is still not completely um, established. I think the foundation is just shaky. Like, 
I don't believe in the voting system. <laughs> Ooh, that's another. Don't okay, believe in I don't believe in it at all. Let's, dude. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna touch on this real quickly. So the reason why I can't care about politics is because both uh, Eric and I live in Washington, and it doesn't matter what we vote because Washington will be Democratic. Washington will be a Democrat vote. It doesn't matter what we do or like what what we vote for because at the end of the day, our votes are gonna be Democratic. Because we live in Washington, and that's how our the election works, right? Yeah, exactly. Win, on the other hand, does have some sway, because in Indiana, I are they like Republican, mainly? Yeah, I live in the one Democratic area. Yeah, but they like I remember when we went to Purdue. Purdue was pretty Democratic, from what I remember. So there's well, definitely amongst like, the young people of the students, yes, but amongst the population, I'd say no. Right. There's, I, you know, honestly, I don't think there's much room for swing either in Indiana. <laughs> That's my, but I don't think it's classified as one of the swing states. Like I'm pretty sure Michigan is like a huge one. Uh, Wisconsin might be one. I don't know. You can look it up. Yeah. My point is guys, that's the reason I can't get into politics is because it doesn't matter if I do or not. Like, it's just my, my vote's already decided. Well, I think that's o- only in the context of the electoral college. Like their co- electoral college makes it so that only like battleground or swing states matter. But for like, you know, your local elections or your state elections, your, your vote definitely counts. Like in oh, Washington. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm saying that Eric, your vote does matter. Maybe not electoral college, but for other political positions, definitely yes. I don't even know who the candidates are for like. You don't. You don't need to. You don't need to memorize your candidates. Just, dude, we live in Washington. They mail the stuff to you. All you have to do is drop. Like, you take ten minutes to read about the candidates, vote who you think is best, and you drop off your ballot. It's not like a huge time commitment. But I don't want to vote for the. Like, I don't want to just go off some ten minute shit. Like, I want to vote. Like, I want my vote to be a vote. You know, like it's got to be informed, and like. I want it to be a vote that is, like, meaningful to me. I don't want to just have sat down for 10 minutes and voted because, oh, I have to. Or okay, the right well, then to do or whatever, you can you take know? more time if you want to. But I'm Yeah, saying but I'm not going to do that. So I'm just not going to vote. You like, can also aggressively, like, try to go meet everyone and then you get involved. Yeah, I guess. If politics means that much to you, right. My, like, where I'm going with this is because I'm not willing to do any of that, like, and really go out of my way to learn about stuff i'm just not gonna vote because my vote's gonna be uninformed and like it would probably hurt the entire like scene more so than helping it because it's an uninformed vote does that make sense right and then even then like if there was a candidate that you believed in more but they got like less media coverage for whatever reason like you you would probably never be led in that direction to be able to vote for the candidate you actually believed in right yeah like there's a lot of factors um yeah and uh i think there is like a big part like in washington the thing is the big cities are all kind of like clumped up near each other so we have seattle and then we have bellevue and then we have like tacoma and they're all probably like within an hour of each other and then the rest of washington is just like empty (laughs) it's just like farmlands and shit you know and those are definitely like republican areas and nobody really talks about that but i know i think that's the same for pretty much every single state yeah i mean yeah yeah yeah. of course but like the urban areas tend to lean democratic the rural areas yeah that's the same for that's 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 totally it's like like that all over america and um another thing i want to bring up is that 
um, typically, I learned this in school, typically when a voter turnout is a lot less, it'll be Republican. And when there's a higher voter, when there's a higher vote turnout, it'll be Democratic. And the reason for that- I've been hearing that on the news a lot. Yeah. And the reason for that is because a lot of older people, uh, we are just making assumptions. Yeah. But a lot of older people are Republican uh, leaned and a lot of younger people are Democrat focused and old people- they got nothing else going on in life, right? Like, they're keeping up with the election. They're keeping up with politics and everything. Of course, they're going to go vote versus younger people. They might not have the desire to vote, but most of them are leaning Democratics, right? Just due to how, like, how, like, everything is. So that's just something to keep in mind. That's why you'll see a lot of celebrities and, like, companies saying, oh, get out and vote because that's their way of supporting the Democratic Party. I don't know, but you guys are making me depressed. Yeah, come on, man. Have faith. The no, democratic process works sometimes. It it doesn't. Well, I think I guess you're it's, foolish it's better to than believe a, so. It's better than authoritarianism. That's for sure. Well, it's just like it's not it's not the the democrat the democratic system or whatever. It's like. It's like the entire, like, it's just how it ended up, right? It became a republic. And it kind of turned into this. How there's, like, two parties now, and, um... Well, I really feel like there's an illusion of choice, and it's just, like, it's it's just that. It's an illusion. Well, eh, I mean, your choice matters if you're in a swing so, state. When it comes to the presidency, right, not local elections, uh, it it starts with the candidates, right? So, like, how do you become a candidate? And a big part of that is that you have to raise campaign funds, right? And apparently, like, I I don't I'm gonna say some numbers here, but I didn't look this one up recently. I just heard it once, and it was uh, the top. 50% or something of campaign funds, right? When it comes to like dollar per dollar comes from 400 families in the United States, right? Yeah. So these 400 families, right? Foundations, whatever are a minority and they're controlling over a majority or if not half of who gets to become a candidate to be elected in the first place. So if you don't make it into the first round, it doesn't even matter how corrupt the voting is in the last round. Like it, it was bad seeds from the start. You know, you reap what you sow and it was bad seeds from the start. So then on top of that, you have the electoral college, which I don't believe in at all. And there's like initiatives to be able to, uh, like a lot of electoral college, uh, vote holders or like controllers of the votes for electoral college. They're trying to get people to sign on to an agreement that says whatever the uh, majority in the in America or in their state is, they're going to vote like their electoral college votes towards that regardless. Yeah, the National Popular and, Vote Interstate Compact. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, sure, like that's how it should be in the first place, but then like that's how it would be if we didn't have an electoral college anyway. So it's like, why do we have to, why do we have to fix things that shouldn't be problems anyway? And then on top of that, there's like so many other problems that even if you fix that one thing, it's not enough for me to restore faith in democracy. 
Yeah, well, there I, are. I think a the lot point of, of the National Popular Vote Interstate Compact is basically since states can ch- technically um, vote, use their electoral votes like whichever way they want. Like, yeah, they could just say fuck whatever by people. Yeah, say, so right? so so like this is completely legal. It's just people may not like it. I think that's why this exists. Like this is a completely legal way for states to choose a candidate based on the popular vote instead of like the traditional electoral college vote voting system. Right. Which is how it should be. No, do you do you think that? Yeah. No, I think yeah. I think president should be. Uh, uh, should be voted on based on popular vote. Like, that's how every yeah, other elected official is voted on. Like, every state representative, every senator, house representative, like, literally everyone right. except for the president. If two people vote for you and one person voted for the other team, there's no if and buts about it, you fucking lost, right? Or you won, rather. That's true. Dude, I, so, I agree. Oh, my God. With the current system with the Electoral College, like, just on that topic specifically, uh... Like, if you live in L.A. County, your vote is worth, like, fucking half of a regular vote. Yeah, if you live in, like, Rhode Island, your vote's, like, 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty or like stupid, Wyoming or whatever. Right? Like, I don't really understand that. Well, um, I think it was because the Founding Fathers date made that intentional. Like, they didn't want, uh, they didn't want, like, common people to basically vote for the president. So, that's what they came so, up with. What it is is like, if if like say in New York City, they they have the control to basically elect whatever fucking president they want, right? Uh, and they say like, yeah, we want this president, and then that president has a policy that says, like, we want to we want to uh, you know do something bad to another city, right? That like is New York's enemy, then they sure. could basically use it to become dominant. Yeah, but the argument against that is that the United States population right now is, is over 330 million. The United, New York City population is only 8.3 million. So it's like, even so, even if we got rid of the Electoral College, yeah, it's not like... It's just a hypothetical could, situation. It's not like candidates could just say, okay, I'm only going to appease like big cities and ignore everyone else. Like that wouldn't work. The numbers don't add up. Yeah. So what I think is uh, the case is that there's going to be enough diversity within the big cities that that would never happen and then like on top of that people in the cities like from my experience they fucking know what is better like as time goes on more and more places are gonna we're gonna have to become more densely packed right because the population is only gonna go up in in a good world right in a successful prosperous world then like the population is gonna go up and we're all gonna have to be urbanites we're all gonna have to be city dwellers so it's like More educated people live in cities and shit like that, basically. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, I, don't I think know. the thing I is, do. I think um, from what I from what I understand, I think developed countries like tend to have like much slower growing populations because women tend to have less children, and like developing countries, uh, the population tends to grow like really quickly because women oh, have more dude. children. Africa like that, is going to be huge in like yeah. 50 years. <laughs> like I think in Africa like the average woman has like around 6 children and like and I think in the US it's like 2.1 or something. So like overpopulation I don't think will be that huge of an issue in my opinion because as like countries Well, I don't think it'll be a problem. I just think I it'll think be it 
it'll be a momentum it'll be a direction sure i think i think like the benefits of urbanization is not that it uses not that like there's gonna be so many people that we need to like make more cities it's that like it's more efficient right because like right. if you live in the suburbs you have to like if you have to drive to work every day like it's really efficient but if you live in a city like taking like public transportation like that's way more energy efficient also like you're cl- and so also like you're much closer to you know stuff you have to go to like you're closer to your grocery store or your gym or and, your work or other pl- people and like not visit. even on a personal level but it all adds up to societal good sure. like less energy spent and stuff like that yeah yeah i mean the, the, the these are a lot of problems that like i don't you know we don't really have a definite answer for it because of uh you know we, we we haven't seen it happen yet but it's all good to like keep in mind and uh i don't know it's it's kind of depressing right. to think about um, anyway should we switch gears and talk about joe biden now well okay we talk here, a lot here, about trump uh this is what i wanted to talk about with okay. joe biden so all three of us like i said are probably like if we had to pick a side we would be democratic leaning like you know people Loaded. But it's not like we like Joe Biden. <laughs> like none of no. us. Maybe maybe win, but not like I know for a fact that Eric and I just fucking hate Joe Biden. Like this guy. Yeah. I can't. And it's kind of I, funny because, like, I would consider myself a progressive, and a lot of progressives don't like Joe Biden because he's like a moderate. You know, he's very moderate. That's not but why like, I don't like Joe Biden. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, but like, like the um, like. If you listen, if you listen to the like Republican National Convention, their like their basic argument against Joe Biden was that he's secretly controlled by like the radical left, which he That's is not. True. Which is why, well, I, no, not the radical left. Sorry, but they, he is controlled by the left. Yeah, he he represents the Democratic Party. Like, he's a puppet, like, bro. That, he's like the definition of a puppet. Yeah, it, it. Didn't you also say that Trump was a puppet? Yeah. But yeah, I, I this guy, okay, this guy is on a whole nother level of puppeteering, okay? Like, if you cannot compare the, you cannot compare Trump and Joe Biden and say they're the same like puppet level, you know? Like, sure, okay, it's, I'll give I mean, you that, I think yeah. the word you're looking for instead of puppet would be representative. No, 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 no. I mean puppet. Like they're literally they got strings on him and they're controlling what he does, what he says, like how he's doing it, everything. Actually, wait, like, but he wouldn't is you a say fucking... that's, that could also be, like, a good thing? Like, do you really want an unhinged leader who does whatever the hell he wants? Isn't it oh, better for him to be controlled by, like, I kind of do, yeah. The people, I he's, well, the people, like, he's supporting? So the people I say, Joe Biden, please do this. System. And he, like, shouldn't they listen? Shouldn't he listen to them? The reason I, I hate... My fear... Okay, yeah, sorry. My fear would be the anonymity that that provides. Like, whoever's on the other end of that string, that's that string, let me not crack my fucking voice. Uh, if you're anonymous, then you can literally control Joe Biden to do bad things and get away with it, basically. Yeah, well, but sure. But that's not, not really a problem unique to Biden. Things. That's more of a problem with, like, democracies in general. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, um... Yeah, yeah. He also... I don't what know what how was that? He did that one Instagram Live interview where, like he said, if you're not... If you vote for Trump, you're not black. Yeah, that was oh my god, that ridiculous, was ridiculous, dude. Like, yeah, that what, was, what yeah. the fuck what was, he was thinking? that, dude? That was fucked. Yeah, that's worse than anything Trump has posted this year. That is a what? Oh come on, no. I yes. Nope. 
Yes. I can think of I can think of off top. Joe of head, Biden is supposed Trump. to be Trump, like Sleepy tw- Joe. <laughs> yeah. Trump he tweeted remember he tweeted that one video of like of someone like supporting white supremacy? I would say that's much worse than <laughs> that was Biden making on- <laughs> very I don't think that's bad that, dude. I think Joe Biden's is worse. I think Joe Biden's is worse than that. I truly <laughs> think so. Cause like I already associate Trump with like white power and shit. I don't like when I think of Joe Biden. I like I think of the puppeteering guy, right? I think of yeah. this. I think of like I think how they so you, want people you, to so see Joe Biden is like. So you're saying yeah. it's okay for Trump to do terrible things because you expect him to, and it's not okay for. And yeah, I what? honestly do because Joe Biden's <laughs> whole platform, right? The whole this. The the reason why the Democrats suck this year, and the reason <laughs> shit, the reason why Joe Biden sucks this year, is because their whole platform is that they're not Donald Trump, that they're not like some radical Twitter tweeting fuckhead that's just tweeting white supremacist shit, right? But when you yeah. do shit like that, then you are not like you are not following your fucking thing. You are making it ten times worse than what Trump could like tweet out ever, because uh, Trump has already established himself as that. Look, I would right? look. I would say that. I would say that yeah, what he said was pretty terrible, but I would not I would not put it on the equivalent level of like moral degeneracy as Trump. I Maybe really not, would. but yeah, in no. terms of like character assassination and like character defamation, uh, sure. defamation. Or maybe what he was trying worse. to say was that like, don't vote for Trump because he clearly doesn't represent black interest. Maybe that was a much better way of saying that. And like you know, he had a little boomer moment, and he's like, uh, yeah, I, I think this. <laughs> I do think he fucked up, like. The words he said were not the words that he meant to say. But like like Wynn said earlier, the words you say matter a lot. Especially when you're trying to become a presidential like candidate. The words right. that you say, they matter. And people are gonna like take what you said at like it doesn't matter if you go on Twitter the next day and say, Oh my bad guys, that's not what I meant to say. That's not gonna fucking do it. Like what you said is what you said. And that's like very bad that he said that. I don't know. Um, what I wanted to talk about was the hair sniffing. The hair sniffing. You guys know oh, about yeah. that? And the fact that he kisses his <laughs> yeah, grandkids on the mouth—that also really bugs me. <laughs> oh, okay. So there, uh, there's like this compilation. I might post it in the chat later. What I want to do? I've seen it. Yeah, we'll we'll like watch like two minutes of it on our next break. But like he's like kiss like. The, you know how, like, families will come up, like, you know, like, Chinese families or, like, proud, like, from different countries, you know? He'll literally, (laughs) like, when they're taking the pictures and shit, he'll literally, like, go in front, like, he'll target the girl. It's always a girl. It's never, he'll target one person and he'll just, like, do his thing. He'll start, like, sniffing their hair or, like, playing with, like, their chest or, like, I'm not gonna say breasts because I'm not... But, you know, you can watch the video for yourself and decide. And, like, he targets one person. And it's like, what the fuck is this? Like, how did this guy become our fucking candidate? I don't know, man. Joe Biden's pretty fucking bad. And every time I look on TV, I'm like, man, why wouldn't I vote for Trump? Like, holy shit. Yeah, well, another thing is apparently kissing your kids in the mouth is, like, a thing. Like, I saw a video... Bro, of, it was like it was, you know uh, no there's a video of like Tom Brady of like he was like getting yeah that's he, yeah, he some was, like, football getting, player yeah yeah he was getting some massage and his like his son walks in and like he kisses him on the mouth I was like whoa what the yeah that so, is I mean, fucked maybe to some people that's normal maybe to Joe yeah Biden, that's just a cultural difference yeah. I don't think that really should affect your politics no I sure 
but it, it like I don't know, man. That I mean, it doesn't I, make me think <laughs> any better of the guy. It definitely sure, like, but he's not sticking it in like little boys or something. Yeah, okay, no. but he's definitely making them uncomfortable. I think, yeah, I think that definitely is an over exaggeration. But let's just say he's awkward. But there's so around. many cases of him doing it. Yeah. And there's so many, like Joe Biden, you mean? Yes, right? Joe Biden, our presidential yeah. candidate, and yes, yes. there, there's so many like cases of him doing it. I'm surprised that Trump hasn't used this as like ammunition yet. I'm sure it'll happen, but or maybe it already has happened. Who knows? But um, like I don't know. It's like, how did that guy <laughs> become our I candidate? I think the more that Donald Trump uh, would bash Joe Biden, the uh the least likely it would ha- it would benefit him like he has nothing to gain by bashing him he could just chill back and be like yeah fuck that guy like if somebody mentions it but like he doesn't have to actively be saying joe biden is this and joe biden is that because like then you hear his name more right, right? instead of hearing donald trump's name more i think the ball is in trump's court and joe biden has to be the one that attacks trump but the thing is is he's not really going to do that right cuz he's sleepy joe or he's like a very moderate guy, you know, you know what yeah. I mean. So, and, it's, yeah, it's and not about like... Sleepy Joe, um, <laughs> that okay. First of all, if one thing Trump is good at, it's coming with this, like nicknames for his political gang. Uh, yeah, because he's crooked he's, Hillary. He's a businessman. He what, he what knows how to Cruz? like. Um, he knows how to get marketing slogans out. You know, like he knows. No, 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 no. These are not mar- these are not marketing slogans. These are just hilarious no. nicknames that just yeah stick. that you that stick in your head and you'll remember. Like you'll remember. Sure. Make okay. America great again. How easy is that to remember? How easy is that to spew out on the streets and like talk to your friends about? Right. Yeah. No, I think this year it's Build make the wall. America great again. Again. Build the wall. That's retarded. Yeah. Maga. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. What else? So, do we have? okay, I guess Anyways. that's like a testament to his voter base or his pop, like his his uh, fan base, right? Like lowbrow, unintelligible. You don't have to think very much, right? I, I'm taking the cynical view of it. I don't yes, think that's a bad right? thing, though. Like, I think that's a smart that's a smart campaign strategy. Of course, it's a smart strategy, but when you have so when you have the support. Uh, all right. Let me restart. A United States president is a representative of who voted for him. They need to enact policies and behave according to who voted for them, who had put them in office. Okay. So if you appeal to idiots, then you have idiot policies, and you have to represent idiots. And I'm lumped in with that. I mean, we're all just idiots when... I'm bringing out the hate right now. I'm like full, <laughs> you know, okay. like fucking... I'm bringing it out. I don't care anymore. Well, I mean, arguably, you could say that, like, a president should represent the people who didn't vote for him as well. I think that's a major but criticism of Trump. That, is that like... But they don't. Well, I mean, like, for example... When, if the 2016 election like, taught me anything, it doesn't matter if you're the better candidate. It matters... If you're the more attractive person to vote for, it's like uh, you know how in in school when we were voting for like ASB president and shit, like obviously the guy that would probably be better at the job is not going to get voted over the most popular kid in school, right? Well, of course, right, so, I know that. The thing is, though, in 2016, that, that's not what happened. Hillary that applies won by to politics too. Votes. Trump won yeah, the electoral but Trump college. appealed. So he, it's to not, the swing not, it's not that Trump appealed to more people. Trump appealed to a particular person in specific states. 
And he won. So. Which are idiots. But he won. benefit from the electoral college. Exactly. But he won. That's the point. No, Dude, right? I'm generalizing and insulting an entire population of people, which is like over half of America yeah, right now. I don't think. But yeah. seriously. Well, 41% according to the latest poll. If I had to make a guess win. I'll, it's fucked. I think most people that are listening to this podcast are Democratic because it's like younger people. If I had to make yeah, a guess. Yeah, maybe. And if you're a Republican, then, you know, props to you, man. I support you. Wynn doesn't support you. I support you. <laughs> Yeah, I, no, Wynn supports you. What am I talking about? He just doesn't like Trump. Anyways, con- uh, yeah, I think I don't. I'm I, conflicted. I don't, yeah, I don't think re- all Republican policies are terrible. I just think that just Trump is not. No, a good dude. Person. Honestly, guys, here's a here's a little secret. Like under these four years with Trump, uh, my family we do we do a lot of stock trading. We have made more money these last four years thanks to the Republican policies and shit. Than the last eight years under Obama, we have made way more yeah. money. Yeah, but here's the thing though: the economy is super complicated. You can't just associate. You can't just say that the economy. No, is I'm not saying it's because of Trump. I'm saying it's because, because of the Republican Party. That's like you're confusing correlation and causation. Here's the thing, man. Trump, like th- this was my whole point about being the like the face of America. That's all the president is because it's not. It's not Trump's fucking reign, right? It's not Trump's era. It's the Republican era. It's the 10 Republicans that are part of the Republican Party that are telling them what to do. That's Trump's era. And that's why the economy is what it is, right? I, because I'm not quite sure that Trump takes much orders from the Republican Party. I'm no, he 100% does. He 100% does. I, I doubt it. I want to divorce myself from anything said anything at all in this podcast. Same. You want to what? Ming, this is a terrible idea. Why did you do this? <laughs> you want to what? Why did you do this? Dude, it's, okay. it's fine. We can just, like, we can just cut I'm not out saying all the anything controversial. controversial. Am I? I'm not saying anything that's like... Con- I, th- I feel like people like know about this down in my heart. It's not like I'm saying, like, well, right. oh, you should vote for Democrats or, oh, you should well, vote for I'm, Republicans. Okay, I'm, I'm betting making fun of the system. that history will not be kind to Trump. That, that's what I'm betting. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah so I would say that's if someone digs this up in 20, 30 years, like... I'm pretty sure our opinions won't be that far from, like, the official opinion of pretty much everyone. Sure, like yeah. But I, I look at everything Well, from, it's like, not about being right. Yeah, there's no right or wrong as well. Like, that's that's another thing, right? No, yeah, I'm not, no, well, I'm not saying that what we're saying is right. I'm saying that, like, our, pro- our opinion will probably match that of the future. So, what I think about politics is, like, politics is a level of discussion that is supposed to be personal. So I'm having a really hard time on a public forum trying to express myself. But, like, really, your political viewpoints should be how you view the world. And it's, like, your your humanity. Like, that's where your humanity is. Like, politics and humanity are almost, like, synonyms. Like, people say that they don't want to talk about politics, especially Ming. Ming always says, like, he's not political. But, like, by, by participating in, in the world, you are political. Like, whether you sure, like it yeah. or not. I can't disagree with that. But that doesn't mean I'm willing to talk about it, right? Because usually talking about it just pisses people off. And that is the big problem that I and that's have why for this podcast. To me, it's like a personal thing. Like, it's it's a it's a conversation you should have, like, in small friend groups. And it makes you closer and closer the more you talk about it. Like, and then bringing it onto a public forum really takes things out of context for me. What do you mean? So, like... If I generalize, like, I've been generalizing, saying that, like, I don't know, I'm basically, to sum myself up in my own words, 
I'm saying that rural people are idiots and they're really fucking over how the presidential election goes, right? Like, that's basically what I've said so far. But, like... <laughs> yeah, I guess, if, yeah. Bold statement. If, like, and I, I see the hate in that. Like, I see why somebody would listen to that and be like, wow, fuck this guy. Like, I'm feeling that way about myself right now. So, like, basically, it's all about, like, if I had met an individual person... I'm going to assess them entirely different. And like, if somebody comes at me with every Republican viewpoint, but they do it in like a style that is intelligible, that like resonates with me. If somebody wants to argue pro, uh, pro life with me, which I don't agree with at all. I'm pro choice. But if somebody wants to argue pro life, if they do it in a certain way, I'm apt to listen. But if they do it in a different way, I'm literally going to be like, fuck you, you're retarded. I don't even care anything that you say from now on. I've immediately dismissed your opinion and you have no, you have no voice in my head. You are not, you're null, you're nothing. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. That's a big problem with arguing in general, right? Is that people don't want to take in new opinions. They just want to be right. And they just want to reinforce their idea that they're right. So a lot of the times when you see on these like Facebook or Reddit forums of like, or even in real life, of like people arguing, you know, Democrat or Republican, they're not going to change their opinion, right? They're just trying to reinforce why they're correct and the other guy is wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, which, and then like on a public forum, like Reddit or like this podcast, it really takes away the personal like humanity, right? Like if, if this is your first episode and you don't even know who I am, like you're not, you're going to basically judge me based on your own views. And then if, if they don't line up, you know, maybe not one-to-one, -one, but if they don't line up in a broad, basically like mostly similar picture, it's dismissed, right? Yeah. Here, uh, honestly. How do you feel, Eric? Well, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think maybe to fix that, maybe you could have like, like a conservative guy on the, on the podcast. That, that was the plan, of, dude. Yeah. But he didn't come. Yeah. Well, definitely, definitely. At the like same a, time, what yeah. if that just like, Piss me off more. Well, well I mean, yeah, we would think, let him talk, yeah, we'll, right? That would be kind of like your role as a host. You try to keep it as civil as possible, make sure that you know you're not just slinging mud at each other and yeah, kind of actually doesn't sound like me. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing: when uh when I when told me that he wasn't able to come on, what I wanted to make this show about then was I just wanted to talk shit about Trump and I wanted to talk shit about Biden. So you know, both like talking shit is very easy, right? And there's a lot of shit to talk about about these two candidates, and that would appease both sides, right? Like, I'm sure, I'm sure Trump supporters don't think of Trump as like some god. Like, they definitely have issues with him, and Joe Biden supporters definitely have fucking issues with that guy. So I wanted to make the podcast about that, but I'm not really too sure what it's about anymore. <laughs> like, it's it's kind of like Win said, it's really hard to talk about politics because everybody has already made up their minds. And everybody is just looking to validate themselves. So when you when you put it into perspective, especially, you know, on a fucking two hour, 90 minute show, it's really hard to get your opinion and like your information across without you hating us. If you, you know, if your like viewpoints don't align with ours. And this whole time I've tried pretty hard to like keep a neutral stance on everything. Um, but even that's hard to do for me because just how I was born, I was born in Minnesota and I came over to Washington. I've always been in like democratic, you know, environments. So naturally I'm just going to be more drawn towards the democratic side. Right. 
and like I have to say this because it'll it'll validate my I forgot what the word is, but it's like some shit in writing where you have to like validate your like flaws or whatever or your biases. You have to you have to show your biases. That's what it is. Anyways, let's take a break and we'll we'll figure out what to do with this stupid shit from here. You know, this break, we spent a lot of time thinking about what we talked about before the break, and, uh, well, not really, we just, we just took a whiz, but we are all in this together, like, at the end of the day, everyone, whether you're Democratic or Republican, you just want a better country, right, like, that's the reason why politics are important. And yeah, it's worth arguing over, but it's not worth sending fucking death messages over. And like, if you can't change the opinion of one person, right? If one person is just super stubborn and they're like, oh, I'm voting for Joe Biden because he smells little kids, then that's his opinion. And if he's not going to change it, like, then that's, you know, that's one person out of 330 million. It's fine. It's not a big deal. I think people, you know, I'm not calling out anyone but you know some people just don't have much going on in their life and then they see something that's really important like politics and it literally becomes their life it consumes them and it matters so much to them that they take it so seriously and it comes to a point where like if you disagree with them then it's like death threats or like you know like i fucking hate you i hate you i hate you and it's just so unnecessary you know like you don't need to you don't need to do that you don't need to do that guys as as it turns out um yeah anyways what 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 are we talking about <laughs> wait you're not supposed to send death threats no oh, well sometimes you can do it on dota bro we should play we should have an episode where we all play dota we just said death threats because we just have so much anger we need to get out yeah we well, i've never say, played dota i just want to like get in there and like just suck and start just talking trash at people i would love to do that yeah you can talk <laughs> shit in that you can also talk shit in counter-strike and like there's literally no regulations like valve has put absolutely zero regulations to being toxic in those two games yeah, but don't you think all that gets logged? Like, one day it'll come back to bite you in it the ass? It does get logged, yeah. A lot of pro players in Dota, like, they, they said some shit in pubs, like, four or five years ago, and now it's, like, coming to bite them. it comes them. up? Yeah. So I'm glad, you know, I'm glad there is justice somewhere if we're trying to make that game less toxic, but, I mean, if you need an outlet, just make a Smurf account, right, and just fucking trash some kids and talk shit. I'm not saying this is what you should do, but it's probably better than arguing with people on the internet about politics, so there you go. Well, since we're all, uh, as Ming proclaimed it, since we're all, if we had to, to, to choose, since we're all Democrats, let's do an exercise that I want to do right now. Sure. And 
we're all going to come up with, pretend we're Republicans, what do we believe in? Right? What are our stances? So I already mentioned uh, pro-life. So I'm going to write, I'm going to write that down. What's the argument for pro-life? Well, I didn't research this, so give me like, give me like. No, no, no. I'm saying like, we don't have to dive into pro-life. What do you believe in? Like, like what, if you're a Republican, right? So like we're dividing sides and we're generalizing. Is this meant to test? Are you following me? Is this meant to test our knowledge on like what the other, what the opposition is? Like whether we, we even know what Republicans stand for? Is that the point of this? This is basically, I'm trying to go back to basics, but yeah, like it's going to test your knowledge and, uh, and then like we can each pick which side we fall on, on each issue. So my next issue is going to be pro guns, right? Here are the hot topics right now, Win. right? Like for this election, I would say the hot topics are coronavirus. Don't look it up. Yeah, 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 I'm not looking it up. Yeah, let's do this. Sounds fun. We're doing this off the top of our head. Okay, so we have. Coronavirus, I think is number one. Because it's like this. Well, that's not really yeah, but that's stance, not a divisive issue. Yeah, I would say so. I think it is. When could you list off what you have pro, already? We could do pro mask, anti mask. Sure. Yeah. I mean, so are Republicans anti mask? Well, I think it's more like quarantine versus non quarantine, right? And now, like how seriously they want to take it. Okay, that I'm I'm not going to write anything down yet, but that's that's a thought, Eric. I, you I were would say a big, talking I'd say about a something? big, very recent one would be like. Whether, um, like, I guess, like, the stance on, like, cops, I guess. Black like, Lives we, Matter. What, yeah, well, like, whether, you know, like, I, th- I think Republicans generally, they think, like, cops basically, like, need more funding or, like... Pro-law enforcement. Yeah, basically, yeah, pro-law enforcement. And I would or say... Just more funding for law I would say Democratic would be maybe pro-reform. That's their official Police position. reform, pro-police reform, yeah. okay. And, like, extreme progressives would say, like, they just want to, like, get rid of police in general. Or, like, severely defund them. Taxes. Let's just do, let's just do a left and a right. Uh, okay. Another issue, I guess, would be immigration, right? Oh, yeah. Or Republicans usually, they, they've taken a hardline stance on immigration. So, Republicans are, are close the borders, well, fuck immigrants. Well, I mean, that, that would be a very extreme one. They want to limit immigration. Well, let's just go extreme, right? So, like, well, I mean, I think, if you did go no, extreme... that's not healthy. Yeah, I'm, we're just I'm generalizing. Not, we're just generalizing. Go, yeah. I don't want to, well, like, I don't, take I don't think extreme and generalization parties. is the same thing. I think, generally, Republicans are in favor of more, like, uh, or increasing restrictions on immigration. When the way I see America... Clo- closed borders. Yeah. The way I see U.S. politics not completely is closed, that, but like, like, probably less. 85% of the country is, like, if we were to if we were to have a scale, right, of, like, 0 to 100, 0 is the liberal, like, very... as liberal as you can get and 100 is as republican as you can get i would say most americans are from 40 to 60 right that's not like okay yeah i'm with you and you know it's pretty easy for them to change their opinion on like one or two things you know what i mean so there are so on the issue of immigration what i'm going to write down on the republican side is i'm going to say anti-immigration and then on the democratic side i'm going to write pro-immigration okay uh yeah we're okay with this it's like a very extreme generalization, but sure. Yeah, like less immigration is a better term, right? Versus, and then of course you could be like, "I'm neither." How about more regulation like, of immigration versus less regulation of it? That's too much words, right? Okay. Well, the thing is, <laughs> Fair the, well, the thing is, I mean, like, like 
I don't know. I don't know if you know this, but like, immigrating to U.S. is like a really long and extensive process. Like, yeah, becoming, I know about getting, this. Obtaining a green card, becoming a citizen, it's it's really dude, hard as it the is. The reason the reason why my oh, parents dude. were able to immigrate was because they were in a lottery with like ten thousand other like families, and they got chosen. Yeah, to, like, I think my parents had, did the same thing. So and it's like, not. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like. Making it more restrictive than it is right now is kind of ridiculous because it already is pretty restrictive. Yeah. So, well, and like under Donald Trump's administration, there was like people living in Mexico under tent camps, like and getting raped and exploited by the cartel. Dude, I don't like, understand the wall. Can we talk about that's the a huge wall? Thing. Yeah. Um, oh, the so wall? In eighth grade, <laughs> both both Eric and I took the same class and we watched, you remember uh, Miss Sierra in the Spanish yeah. class and we watched Border Patrol? Yeah, I remember that. The thing that I learned from that is that most people don't just go over the fucking wall. Like, they're not mongoloids. They're not robots. They understand that they're probably not going to be able to make it. So they either go through the rivers, right? Like, you can go through the water. You can go through the sewer. You can also go through, like, a cartel, like, a coyote, I think they call it. And they'll take you through the desert. Um, Yeah, but you know what the most common way is? Very few of them are just going over the fucking wall. Yeah, but what the the fuck was that? It's just what? they get a they get a they get like a visa to visit the U.S. and they just overstay the visa. That's like the majority yeah, of the yeah, that's pretty common. Yeah. Like the people who are the people who are like crossing like the border or like you know like going under sewers or like literally jumping the wall or jumping over. Those are like the really desperate ones. The ones that yeah. like for for whatever reason can't obtain like a visitor visa or well like, are like to in make a really the TV show interesting. That's like what they show. Most right? illegal immigrants they just overstay their visit visas and then boom they're illegal immigrants as soon as that expires. Yeah. And Eric, like I said, that was like they just showed that shit because that's what's interesting to the show. But even in the most extreme case, like in the most, like you know, whatever, people are still not just gonna jump over the wall or like you know go through the U.S. marked territory. They're gonna do one of those things where they're yeah. like going through the sewer or some shit. So that wall was literally just like a huge waste of money just to make people feel better. Like I don't, I don't know. That was definitely well, I was never on board. Let's with talk about that. this too. If you're if you're a, a smuggler of people and you're the cartel, right? If you're a cartel smuggler, you can charge more money if it's harder to get across. So like with that wall up, your illegal like smuggle routes are gonna go up in price because it's harder to do otherwise. Oh, well, and that supports a dark economy. That supports uh, people that you're not taxing. You're not making money off cartels. You're basically they can kill anyone they want. You know, like. When if you want to talk about it's that, organized crime. Yeah. we also got to talk about the war on drugs, right? Yeah, we got to talk the about war the war on drugs on was such a fucking today, failure. But, but I mean, my, it's basically yeah. the same reason, right? Yeah, my point of view is that we should just legalize all drugs. Like, we should legalize. Rules. Yeah, yeah the, I'm mostly on that point of view. Yeah, because the war on drugs has been absolute like failure. It's been super expensive. It hasn't worked. All it's done it's made it is worse. put a bunch of minorities in jail. It's created a huge illegal, like, yeah, dark economy, basically, in South America. Yeah. Um, drug use hasn't gone down, like, significantly. Eric. Like, we should just legalize it and, like, treat addicts or people who are addicted to drugs as, like, you know, like, um, people who are sick instead of criminals. Eric, the, the quote-unquote drug dealers that are going to jail are, like, people like you and me where they're just like 20 yeah, I, to like yeah. 30 years yeah, totally. old yeah, and well they're just, they just that, got yeah. caught by the cops they're not like these fucking cartel like lord like drug lords Th- those aren't the people getting caught they'll never get caught under this system like they're not well, retards I mean, no, no they do get caught but those are like rare like most people are just like 
and they have to yeah. they have to hold like an entire fucking like how long did it take for them to catch Escobar? They had to do a whole like FBI case, and they had to cooperate with well, Bolivia. D- I think it was DEA, not FBI. DEA, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. Same fucking government, U.S. government. Have you guys shit. not seen the movie, the TV show? Narcos? Yeah, I did. And it, yeah, how did. long did it take for them to catch Escobar? That's my point, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think and, nowadays uh, drug cartels they don't like they purposely don't like focus so much power in one person anymore for that exact reason. Because if you have like a, if you, if nowadays if there was like some like drug dealer who was just like you know just had just like had like tens of billions of dollars at his disposal and was like super like just flaunting his wealth wealth everywhere like yeah the U.S. government would like definitely just clamp down on that immediately. So nowadays it's just split between like a bunch of smaller you know like drug kingpins. Yeah, we're not also, gonna get noticed. Wh- like so they it's, it's not a- like the problem has gotten better. It's just we don't hear about it anymore. They caught Escobar. Somebody else is just gonna take his place, right? Like it's yeah. just gonna be the same thing. Yeah. In fact, I they don't... they show that on the TV show after yeah, he they gets killed, his territory yeah. is just divided up a bunch of other smaller kingpins. And it's like one of those kingpins are gonna rise to the top and become the next Escobar. And it's like you spending five years and an incredible amount of taxpayer money to catch this one dude was literally for nothing. Okay, do we put that? issue of drugs on democrat or republican side well it was well it was under is reagan that a specifically I would say bipartisan that, well, issue? Like, i would say it's under reagan right maybe kind of democratic because like um i think legalizing at least marijuana at least like weed use is definitely oh illegal. yeah we'll, we'll just i'll write down just marijuana yeah let's just do just weed because right? yeah. doing all drugs is way too complicated yeah, yeah. marijuana it is way too complicated marijuana is a class one drug guys it's in the same fit like you getting caught with marijuana in like Texas would be the same as you getting caught with meth or coke or um like acid or you yeah, know that's like wild. just that is I live in one of those states like that's crazy right like what yeah. like why <laughs> why that is wrong on some you are not well, punishing the people that are actually producing marijuana okay, well, I'm not punishing... sure it's 100% true I think um no it's true it's it was, a class it was, no, it was under it was under I think it was Nixon I think is they basically made drugs illegal because it gave them an excuse to, like, jail their political dissidents. Like, they thought, okay, well, we can't, like, we can't, like, imprison people who are, like, openly against us. But we're just going to make the drug that they predominantly use illegal. So, like, you know, like, you yeah. know, like, hippies, they, they smoke a lot of weed. So, they just, okay, we're going to make weed illegal. So, we're going to kill a, these people for drug use. Here's another conspiracy theory. Um, hemp. So hemp is a material that's not just used for smoking, right? Like you can do a lot of things with hemp. You can make paper, you can make cloth out of it, right? It's got multiple uses. It's very good material. And one of the conspiracy theories was it got banned around 1920, like around the 19, I'm not going to say 1920 because I don't actually know, but it was around the 1900s, right? And these paper companies, um, because they had so much money, therefore they have control over the government, right? Because they have so much money and Lobbyists, yeah, they yes. told the government to ban weed because they knew it would take over their like paper companies. I don't know how much of that is true, but it's I've, an interesting I've heard thought. that too. And and that uh, that's when the name marijuana started cropping up because it sounded scarier, and they didn't realize that they were banning hemp. Yeah, yeah, and that's all tied in with racism and reefer madness and a bunch of other shit right. too. Yeah. Anyway, that's the last I would care to talk about it, unless you guys have other other things. No, I think we're good. 
You guys know uh, on the on the paper I, I wrote I wrote marijuana prohibition under Republicans and I wrote marijuana legalization under Democrats. Sure. Well, it's already. I guess another government. thing would be like big government versus small government. That's more of like conservatism so versus liberalism. Republicans would be small, right? Well, like in general, in general, right? Conservatives they want like they want like they want minimal government involvement, and like liberals or Democrats they want they think like a lot of societal issues can be fixed by like social welfare. Yeah. Well, that that, that would be yeah. part of government involvement right social welfare requires right so that would be bigger government yeah and i've heard the big government small government thing several times but i've never heard it outside of the context of a classroom and studying politics so like it never really resonated with me as like a real thing like in reality i think that it's it's like it really depends on the situation you can't just say like that's why i don't get libertarians who just think like oh it's like just minimize government involvement in everything which just really if you think about it doesn't make sense right like there there are certain things that a government needs to take care of but yeah. there are also a lot of things that government well, and it be works in, so like yeah like if you look at china like i'm gonna go ahead and say something bad here but china's government works like they are kick ass production like when they want to get something done they fucking get it done mm, you know i like thinking about yeah. it in like, civ terms but like the argument against that like a small government argument would be like, well, if a government's like that all powerful, what if they decide to do something horrible or they decide to do something that's like, yeah, like, like that really should not be done. Right. Like, like the genocide of Uyghur Muslims and yeah, re-education sure. camps. Or like, <laughs> which is a factual example. Yeah, exactly. Or like, having yeah. like an, or like maybe like in, in reference to the economy, like having like a, like a government that's like so in control of the economy. What if like, they do something that like, like fucks everything up like horribly? Right, right. Cause yeah, they're fuck that ups. would be yeah, sure. sure. So, well, it's not like the free market's like always perfect, but that would be like an argument for it. So, yeah, big big government can be uh, can be a terrible decision when the government is incompetent. Is what you're yeah, saying. exactly. But right. having like no government can also be terrible because like just because something is privatized doesn't mean it's going to work better. Like example would be I'm like a huge yeah, fan. example would be like healthcare. I really think that healthcare should not be privatized. Prisons. Yeah. Prisons should not be privatized. That's ridiculous. Pri- yeah, that is yeah. ridiculous, dude. That it's that fucked. is so fucked. Like we don't even yeah, need you to should, talk about yeah, that. Yeah, you should not be They pro- literally benefit from more people being arrested. Like yeah. we live in a society where if people get arrested and go to jail, somebody makes money off of it. Like they have an incentive to be locking people up in jail. Yeah. You need to incentivize people to be out in society yeah. doing good, yeah. not incentivizing yeah. locking them in a closet and paying somebody. Yeah, even for more that. messed up is I heard that the co- the companies that run these prisons, like they 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 like lobby to pass laws like in states to make sure that like weed is not legalized because like oh, that's hundred percent because they're yeah, trying to make course. money. Yeah. Like like I said, that's, that's where everything comes that's back. That's where to their money. population comes from in exactly. America. How are they going to fill their cells? Yeah. Everything's about exactly. money. Everything's about capitalism in America, and that's a big. That's why. Um, well, I mean, I th- honestly, I think that's partially, that's like, it's a double-edged sword, right? It brings benefits, it brings a lot of downside. Yeah, because I think if you solved, if you solved a majority of problems in education, it would, it would naturally solve prison problems. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think it just, it, it can just be education, right? You need to, like, like we, we need drug reform, right? We need to, like, yeah. decriminalize a lot of drugs, because oh, yeah. totally. you know, that can't I'm, only come from education. I think you both got. I think both of you know about this, but they sold like, they sold heroin. The F, the CIA, I think they sold heroin. Yeah, to they sold crack cocaine to like a lo- like to lo- a bunch of black communities yeah. back in like, 
what was it the seventies? I don't know. It was it's like, not recent, but it was not like that long ago. Like it, so yeah, that's also really messed that up. That alone is just so fucked up. And like the fact like it just everything leads back to money, right? That the whole reason they did it was just so they can make more money. Yeah. And that's like when when the government seizes drugs, where does it go? Yeah. Well, don't yeah. they really destroy they it? it? Isn't that what they're supposed to do? They sell it. They sell it? They, they destroy some of it, and that's all for show. What do you well, think the police think do the... when they confiscate your weed? Do you think they burn it? <laughs> no, they smoke it all. <laughs> they just, they just I know in my town that precinct. shit does not get fucking destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm they sure just hotbox their local precinct. I hope. I really hope like, so, man. I hope they're not selling it. I hope they're just using it. So, like, state police, right? Not city, not county, but state police. Like, when they take smugglers, like, bigger interstate, intrastate smugglers, like... That, that shit funds their fucking department. If you have more seizures, you make more money, right? Yeah. So where does that money come from? It doesn't just come out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely heard that. I don't think all police departments are like that, but I, I, I know that a lot of police departments depend on, like, Dude. Uh, civil forfeiture, I think it's called, is where they, like, they basically, they just, if they think money is connected to a crime of some sort, they just take it. Police? Like, yeah. yeah. It, I've definitely it's heard crazy. of that. It's crazy. It's crazy how corrupt police are in America. And like, I'm glad, I'm glad people are protesting about it. This is one issue I will not back down from. I am solidly in favor of fuck Yeah, we need police, police reform majorly. Like, we needed it a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, I would say that's, I, I, I guess that would be like another, um, that could be kind of, did we, did, did we already list that down as a police reform? Yeah, okay. I did. I did. It was my second. Yeah. Pro law enforcement versus pro police reform. And here's my problem, Win, is that why is, so, so there's two parties in America I think there's two parties in America because it just makes things more simple and they turn every fucking um they turn every political issue into a yes or no question and one side takes the yes and the other side takes the no. Why is that the case? Like why why do I have That's to support the Democrats in order to have police reform? Why can't I be Republican and have That's police reform, right? Like that's stupid. What what if I was pro-life and I was democratic, right? I wh- what am I going to do? And- like that's stupid. Why is it that both sides are not, like, universally uh, pro-affordable health care? Like, why is that? Because they make more money if you're... Um... Yeah, it's because... I, I'm pretty sure it's because, like, the health care... Like, the health the healthcare industry, but, like, more specifically, like, health insurance companies, like, they lobby heavily to not have, like, health care... Oh, like, and it's almost like, you know, it's almost anti-capitalism, right? You guys want to talk about kind opioids? of? No, I would say that. No, I would say this is very capitalist, right? Because yeah. if the government's if the government's not playing a role in the or is playing like a lesser role in the healthcare industry, then oh yeah, private yeah. individuals I was are talking about swoop in and they're I mean, they're making bank, like yeah, of course, that's, yeah. Again, but so I was saying anti-cap like pro uh, being for affordable healthcare is anti-capitalist is the statement I was trying to make. Yeah, yeah, I mean. But again, I some things are should not be left to free market. Like a lot of things should be, but some things shouldn't be, and healthcare is one of them, in my opinion. Right. I'm very, uh, I'm very supportive of big social welfare programs when they're done correctly. Yeah. Like a lot of welfare welfare programs. I have a hard time saying that. Welfare welfare yeah, programs welfare. are not executed properly. A lot of them are really bad. Yeah. Like, people will get more money based on, like, their children and stuff, which, like, makes sense on the surface, but, like, it really just doesn't work. Like, whatever we got going on right now, it's not yeah, working. Yeah, and the medical system in America is just, it's so, you know, we were talking about the police. 
uh, being funded by capitalism. The medic, like the just the doctors in America are on a whole nother level, right? Like they'll literally prescribe you the like addictive opioids and then take yeah, them away you from need. you. And like that's the reason why there's a bunch of homeless people in America is because they can't afford the opioids anymore, right? Like because they got addicted to it because they're doctors. Like they got in an accident or some shit, and like like what are you gonna like that's just so fucked up right like i don't know and then we had this supposed war on drugs going but we're just feeding painkillers and like you know whatever to like these people i got when i had my wisdom teeth removed they gave me two bottles of oxycontin do you guys know what that is i've never had it it's like uh it's real addictive and it like it's like it just makes you real groggy and it fucks you up and like i got two bottles of that for having my wisdom teeth removed it's like really like why 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 are you giving me this what reason could you possibly have like i don't know just give me some weed let me just smoke some weed and i'll be fine (laughs) right like that'll that'll ease the pain i just i remember i just took tylenol and that was fine like that's all i needed i don't know man I got Vicodin when I had my wisdom teeth That's, removed, and I needed that shit, dude. That shit hurt. Well, I mean, yeah, but... But I didn't get two whole bottles. What's worse, getting addicted to opioids or suffering through oh, man. Okay. five days of tooth pain? So have you guys heard of the Sacklers? Fair enough. The what? The What's Sacklers. That? They're one of the richest families in America, right? They have, they have a $13 billion fortune. So they created something the called Purdue Pharma, right? And they right, most of their yet. fortune was... Um, was came from the sales of their controversial prescription painkiller Oxycontin. Oh which, yes, right. I do know exactly. about this. Yes, I heard about yeah. this. It was in the news within a few exactly. months, like probably four months ago, six months See, ago. Yeah, they make that it is so super addictive. Up. Like we jail, we jail people for selling like you know weed and crack. And here is like this family, one of the richest, one of the richest people in the U.S. and in the world, and they built their wealth primarily by selling pushing, addictive like, drugs, addictive stuff. No, opioids like are patients. drugs, and you cannot convince yeah. me otherwise. Those are drugs. Like, yeah, that's no, a, no, yeah, yeah, they're definitely drugs. I mean, look at English: opioid, opium. Yeah, like, come exactly. on, exactly. And like, that is so fucking ridiculous. That one guy can get rich off of it, and the other guy goes to jail for life, right? And it's like, it, <laughs> I, <laughs> it just pisses me off every time I think about this. Yeah. So, and I don't know. T- yeah. All right. What's another issue? We well, can talk actually, about? well. That we could do so. I think you guys mentioned before that you guys wondered why there's a two party system in the United States. Yes. Yeah, and like, well, this is not like this doesn't explain completely, but uh, like a major like theory in political science is that it's because we have a first past the post voting system, which means that if whoever has a majority wins, right? Like it, in an election, if you get more than fifty, you have to get more than fifty percent in order to like win like a district or a state or whatever. And because of that, that creates a two-party system because you're trying to attract as many people as possible no my counter argument to that is that in many other countries like i know no 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 no, no. in in many other countries how it works is they don't they don't use first pass plus voting they use um they use like ranking like instead of like choosing for a candidate like instead of only voting for one person you rank your favorite candidate basically what that what, uh, what that means is that um, if let's let's say like a like a very minor party, let's say like um like the Green Party or whatever, if they get like ten percent of the vote in like a first past the post system, they wouldn't get any. They 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 would not have any representative. But yeah. in uh like a like a proportional system, if they get fifty percent of the votes, then 
like and then like they would get fifty percent of the house of the seats in like the house or the senate or whatever. So that's why in like in in like that's why in other countries like for example I got to, I got to see the UK as example like they have like two major political parties like one's like the Tories the other is the what the Labour Party but they have like smaller parties too and they're they're there's and although they're a lot smaller they're still significant like the the two big parties need to like work with them in order to to like get a majority. Here's what in, I in the United States we don't have that. We only have Democrats and Republicans. Like there's yeah. no room for third party. There needs to be well, we don't need third parties per se, but what we could no no use I think no like I think third parties are necessary because you're right because if, if there's only two parties in control they have to everything has to be like a like a super everything's gonna super polarized. Yes or no? There's right? less yeah. nuance in the system. That's fucked. Right. The Templars are the assassins. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Good. <laughs> yeah. We always love our assassins, donor references. Right? Yeah. You gotta make room for the other, you know, terrorist organizations. I don't know. You can <laughs> well, you can do that by you know creating subgroups in your party, right? So if you have like the Democrats and then you have Democrats, yeah. The thing is though, one, those subgroups Democrat may, may disagree whatever. on fundamental issues. Yeah, so that's why. That's why there's. That's why. That's why in other like in, in countries like for example, the United Kingdom, they have they have like um like uh, they have third parties, you know, parties that are not part of like the Tories or the or the Labour. And they have seats in parliament, and they have a say. Like, they're, it's not a lot, but they have a say. And I feel like so. Like, what if what if we got rid of it, like altogether? Like, there was no such thing as a party. Well, no, we, I, don't, we would need, I, I like, think that's not. I don't. I don't think. I think. I think the existence of parties is necessary because at the end, because people need to like you know, people need to quickly identify. Be generalized. Yeah. People need to quickly like quickly say like what your view you viewpoints are. You know, yeah. without having and to it, list them all out. I think that does us a disservice. In a two-party system, right? I think, like, I genuinely think they make it two-party just to make it easier so they make more money or some shit. I don't know. There's probably a correlation there. Well, but... I think it has a historical presence as well. They never, like, they never explicitly said it'll be a two-party thing. It just kind of devolved into that, right? Because it's, it's, like, easy to do. That's my theory. Right. Um... Here, I want to ask you guys something. So, I personally, I think America is due for like a big revol- a big revolution like very soon here. Okay. I think in the next like 50 to 100 years, there's going to be some big big like political hot topic that'll I think it'll happen sooner. That'll like overturn the turn. Wait, what do you What do you mean by revolution? As in like an overthrow of the government? Like what do you mean by revolution? Yeah. Well, that's a that's okay according maybe to maybe not necessarily like overthrowing the entire government, but there will be enough like activism and enough protests. Like, just look at Black Lives Matter. As soon as I already said this to Eric, but as soon as Black Lives Matter gets a figurehead like Martin Luther King or like a Mahatma Gandhi or something, they are fucking rolling. Like those guys are gonna get some shit done once they get the figurehead right. because they have they have right. the activism, they have the dedication. Like people know about the name. That shit is gonna do something, right? It's just they need someone to like rally behind, and I wanted to ask you guys what like you know what topic do you think is going to eventually make America like flip the table and start you know start the revolution? What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> it could be policing. Yeah, enough black people get shot. Like at the very core of Black Lives Matter, it's just police reform, right? Well, no, it's also well, systemic it, racism, right? Yeah, I think systemic racism, right? Yeah, and that's police, what they call it. And, and the police racism. treatment of of black people is part of that. So, 
did I watch this crazy video about how like they would take people and try to like take people of color and put them in certain neighborhoods and shit like with with like laws that were sketchy yeah, redlining. or like laws that were explicitly bad yeah. I think it will be black lives matter or yeah. not maybe not that particular group but it will be some kind of racial issue maybe it's not black people maybe it's um Muslims and um like a I don't know that there's enough of a population a yeah maybe you're right yeah um, I mean I don't know if like hopefully like some change comes out i don't know i don't know if there's gonna be a revolution though that that seems a little extreme yeah sorry i I didn't mean like full-blown like french revolution where they're like shooting all the fucking government officials i mean like like change in the office like change will happen and the system will get shaken up right yeah sure i don't know if it'll be enough to uh to like fucking slice down the two-party system because that seems pretty that seems pretty hard to change i'm not gonna lie but I think something good will happen soon. We're we're due for something good, right? Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I think someone said like every sixty years or so, the United States has like a like a racial upheaval, right? It was like in the sixties. Now it's coming up again now, and like back in the nineteen hundreds, what was it? Well, in the sixties, shit was just so fucked for black people, right? Like there was literal segregation, yeah. and. Yeah. It's getting better. Now it's just police killing black people, which is <laughs> why yeah. I say that's no, better. The thing is, but, I think, know. no, no, the thing is, that's, I think that's always happened. It's just people haven't, like, it just hasn't been recorded, right? And people yeah. haven't really talked about it. I think, oh, 100%. I think, no, yeah, police, if, yeah, this, this is not like a recent issue. This is like an issue that's been going on for a long time. It's just here. now people are talking about it. And now people have cell phone footage, so you can't deny it. You can't this, deny how messed up it is. This is a fact. Whether you're Democratic or Republican, this is a fucking fact that if you are black and you are not like clearly like wealthy or whatever, if you're black, you will get mistreated by the police and you will get mistreated by like people in general, like in the workplace, in the, you know, whatever. And probably the exact same for a woman, right? Like, yeah, you will get mistreated. You will probably, police will probably tell you to put your hands up for no fucking reason other than the fact that you are black. Like, this is an undeniable fact about yeah. our country right well, now. Just to, just to play devil's advocate here, I'm, like, I think that there, there are good cops out there, right? You know, yeah, there are of course. cops out there that are, like, trying to do their job not, right. Here, and are, like, I, are, like, you know, are, like, woke enough to recognize that, you know, there are definite, like, racial issues with the position, position that they hold, but... At the same time, there is a significant, like, portion of cops out there who are, like, really, like, messed up views on race and or they're, like, they're, like, contributing to the messed up system. It takes one bad apple to ruin the apple bunch, right? No. In this case, it's not one bad apple. It's, like, a significant, it's a, it's a a minority, right? Right. right (laughs) Well, yeah. Most cops are not, like, but it's a a significant minority of cops who are, like, making them all bad. Like if is, we had this is not a, one bad apple, this is like a lot of bad apples. If we were to take ten police officers from across America, just grab ten random ones, I bet four yeah. of them would be racist. Yeah, and I, I bet another be. three wouldn't show it. Like I bet another three would be normal, but deep down they have like or systemic racism. Yeah, yeah but I think that's more reflective. Like, like uh, they don't even realize yeah, it themselves. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah. Well, here's yeah. an interesting question. Do you think do you think this is more reflective of like the police culture, or do you think this is just a more reflective of like? The, I think it's just like culture the views of race then. of America in general. I think it's been a long yeah. time coming, and it's it's. This is the direction that we need. It's like we're 
we're moving away from racism, but it wasn't as fast as I thought it was if you would have asked me nine months here's ago. Thing. Here, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's what I believe, is that each generation, they're kind of born into thinking what they think, right? So, like, the boomers are, you know, the boomers act the way they do because they were in, they were raised up in that kind of culture. And, like, I'm not saying you can't break, like, what you were in, but if you were, if you were born into a racist family, you're probably going to be a racist when you grow up. And you can't, like... That's that's not really your fault. Like that's just what you were born into, right? So when all these like older people that are used to being racist and making like racist jokes and saying the n word or whatever, once they all go away, we will have a much easier time making changes. And like basically, like it, when I talk to younger people, everybody's on board. Like they all hate cops except, <laughs> but that we can't talk about that because he's not here. So um, you know, all these people are on board. Once the older generation dies out the change is going to happen and it'll bring in a new change, right? Yeah. We went from slavery to segregation to this. Yeah. I, I'm sure I missed a lot in between, but you, you get the point, right? Like yeah. it gets better and better and it just takes time and we got to kill the old people off. But <laughs> <laughs> that's my, that's my hot kill topic for people. today. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, do you mean just like wait for them to die or actively kill I mean, you know, or... we could, if we just uh, do a bit of both. Uh, this bit of that. <laughs> oh, how did those Tide Pods get in your medicine mix there, Grandpa? Shit. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I mean, they taste kind of good, though. Do you guys remember when drinking bleach was like a challenge? <laughs> Dude, apparently people drank bleach because Donald Trump said to do it to cure coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> it was not many that. people, but some people still did it, which is surprising in and of itself. <laughs> Okay, that's a little better than just drinking bleach because it's, like, the internet thing to do, right? There was a fad on the internet if... when people were literally just drinking bleach because it was, like, the drinking bleach challenge. What? No, it wasn't. Yeah. Yes, it drinking was. Bleach, drinking bleach kills you. Well, people still did it. Uh, and they died? Yes. Oh, okay. Many... You might be able to get away with a little bit. Jeez. Why not just put a toaster in the fucking bathtub if you're gonna do that? Quick, painless death, right? Dude, I don't think I don't think being electrocuted to death is a painless death. Well, it's like a shock for like probably five seconds at most. Yeah, like a dead. really painful shock. Have you been electrocuted? No, because I'm alive. <laughs> dude, have, dude, have you ever hurts, been tasered? Dude. Yeah. You dude, have. Okay. Well, you know okay, that. That's story time. Story time. Incredibly painful. So, in at Purdue, we had this friend named Tyler. And, uh, like, for a week, he brought this taser to our dorm because I don't even remember how he got the taser, but... It was, like, a t it was a flashlight taser off fucking Amazon. Oh, yeah. Dude. It was, like... Cop tasers hurt dude, more than okay, that. okay, that taser was 10 volts, and a cop taser is 160. Just keep that in mind. Like, yeah. Wh why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> like, I did why? it, too. I got shocked by it, too. I don't... Forget the guns. Forget why police officers have fucking guns that can literally kill people. Why do they have that? Like, it, no, what? I, I no, just I don't think, get it. No, I think it's a very good idea that... I think it's good that police officers carry tasers. Because no. in a lot of situations... Yeah, non-lethal non yeah, non interference. Is, yeah, it's probably saved a lot of lives. I, in I situations think, like, where you don't need to kill the person, you just, you just need to subdue them. I think it's very face. easy to abuse that kind of yeah. thing, though. And knowing our police force, like, I think it's very easy to just fucking tase somebody because they're like, because, you know, they said something while you were talking or something. 
Yeah, sure. Like, yeah, I'll, I'd rather get tased than shot. Yeah, I would say, like, yeah, there's definitely been instances where police have, like, abused tasers and, like, just kind of used them willy-nilly or just used them when they really didn't need to just to inflict pain. But I think, in general, it's definitely but, saved lives using non-lethal force. And there's also instances where they've abused bullets and fucking shot yeah. people, and well, that's yeah, why there's a million exactly. protests. <laughs> God. So it's just, what trigger are they reaching for? Like, Let's make it all non-lethal triggers, I, you know? I just no, don't I understand because, why they... I think because of the the rate of gun ownership in the U.S., I think police officers definitely need to carry firearms. That, that, that I think... That, yeah. Well, would you would you support a non-police society? That'll never happen. Like, in your town? No, I would not. I think no, it would work in I, cities. I wouldn't support that. I think, not with okay, the current gun My stance and... on the whole defund police movement is I think that there are certain... Like, in certain police departments... And like very large cities are definitely have like way too much money or they're putting way too much money in like basically like guns. Yeah, exactly. Ammunition. Or weapons. Like guess like I think police they don't need M wraps or basically, you know, those like those like those like um those like mind clearing like huge vehicles they use in Iraq. Now they're rolling around in the streets of LA or DC. Like, I don't, don't understand need, why you would like, need anything more than a pistol. Like why? Why can they sell assault rifles? Well, I don't I want to the, get too into this because ooh, this is like completely. Oh, I know the reason even why. Even then, leave it in your fucking car when you go to a call. Leave it in your yeah, fucking no, car. I think the reason why is because um, uh, back in the nineteen nineties in L.A., there was like this like really famous bank heist where um, like the the criminals there were they had like AK forties they had like assault rifles like automatic assault rifles they were wearing bulletproof vests and the police all they had were pistols and they were outgunned and they used that as an argument for saying hey we need like. Well, don't leave that to the police. Le- there, there's SWAT teams. There's the army. Yeah, like, there's SWAT the, We got teams. shit. Yeah, you again, know? Yeah. yeah, dude. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I also... SWAT teams nowadays, they're most... Like, I think more than like 90% of the time, they're made, they're made mostly to use drug arrest. Which like, is that's, stupid. That's another message. That's yeah, exactly. fucking retarded. Yeah, no, like, no, I like, don't... Okay. Like, anyways, 1% sorry. of the time... <laughs> Like, yeah, it's very helpful that they're there because, like, there's, like, an actual crazed gunman and you need an actual SWAT team to take them out. But, like, 90% of the time, they're just, like, like barging in to arrest someone for drugs. Dude, think of this, right? You're a small-time drug like, dealer, right, yeah, like, that remember, sells maybe yeah. $200 worth of drugs in, like, three days, right? That's really not a lot compared on the whole scale of things, right? If you're making $200 every three days off drugs, and then one day you just see this fucking... You just see two SWAT vans pull up, and there's 20 guys that jump out with... They all have ARs, and they're just barging your door down for a fucking what? You're selling marijuana? Like, they need to take that many precautions to stop you? You yeah, could literally exactly. send You could literally send a, like, a police officer over and just say, Hey, man, stop selling drugs. Well, I mean, you know, you can't do that in America. Yeah, but so for, you get so the point, right? Part, this, yeah, so that part of the defund the police agreement, uh, argument, I definitely agree with. Like, police do not need so many, like, military-style weapons. And it's so ridiculous. Like, you've seen, like, people, like, you've seen the police, like, geared up for protests, right? Dude, they look like they're out of a Call of Duty lobby. Yeah, like, dude, they really got, do. Like, they, got, like, they got, like, thousands of dollars worth of equipment. They got, like, binoculars. Do you remember like, military the... Military rifles, bulletproof vests. And w- meanwhile, remember... nurses fighting oh, yeah. COVID have to wear, like, trash cans. Like, this is ridiculous. This is a yeah. serious misallocation of resources. No, that is so ridiculous. Um, Do you remember in Modern Warfare 2, there's the level called No Russian? Yeah, yeah. I whenever I yeah. picture, whenever I see that shit going on, I see the heavily armed police officers versus the protesters. That's literally what I see. Is I see these four guys coming out with like heavy armor and machine guns, and they're they could just gun down everyone in like a millisecond. And it's 
that, that's crazy. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, and like, I wasn't even talking about police officers or SWAT teams having military grade equipment. Cause like, whatever it's, it's America. We, we need to solve things first before we take that away from them. Why are, wh- why can I go to Cabela and just buy a fucking AR like an AK forty seven and just well, fucking actually wait hold on hold on hold on I you think that's okay. That's okay. Why? Why is that yeah. okay? Well, well, first of all, okay, first of all, um, I think why would you 1990s... ever need an AR? Well, okay, first of all, automatic weapon you can't buy automatic weapon in the U S anymore, like that's illegal. Like what auto- did Alan auto- use? automatic automatic as in like when you pull the trigger, like the gun keeps shooting. You can't buy those. In- you can't buy those anymore. And the ones that are are from the pre automatic weapons ban. So those are really expensive. That's expired, dude. That's been expired since like 2004. Wait, really? Alan? No, you, know, you can't... Yeah, the band. Well, okay, well, acquiring an actual automatic yeah. weapon is really expensive in the US. I know that's true. No, it's so, like, $2,000. You, like, walking to Cabela's, like, you can, you can still buy semi-automatic weapons. Eric, it's $2,000 to buy an automatic weapon. If you really want if you really want a fully automatic weapon, it's legal. You can find it. Yeah, but like legally, it's really expensive. Like it, Illegally, sure, you can do whatever. But like legally obtaining an like a fully automatic weapon in the US is very is is expensive. It's like 2K. Then, That's not But here's expensive. the thing though, there's lots of workarounds around that. Like you can just like converting a semi-auto to something semi-automatic to full automatic is not that hard if you know if you like right. know what you're doing. And plus there's also like bump stocks. Remember like the Las Vegas shooter? He used that. And yeah. like based on like how fast he was firing, like how is that any different from a fully automatic weapon? Eric, my point is, I can't think of a single situation other than you wanting to break into a school and shoot children or, like, yeah. shoot your classmates that you would need an assault rifle. Okay, so I can't think talking, of a yeah. single situation. I think you guys want to talk Ming, about the Second Amendment Ming, now? Think of this, though. I'd love to talk about the Second Amendment. I, have I think we're, we're, we're kind right. of going so way over time. I'm ready to, I'm ready to put okay, forth yeah, yeah, my Okay, view. all right. Who wants to go first? So I already made my point. Pro- I would yeah. like okay, Wayne, go first. The primary thing is that the general population of America needs to have access to weaponry in order to defend their liberties, right? So, like, that's a generic-ass term, right? Defend heard. their liberties. Because you are... No, no me, 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 me. this is Let serious, finish. Let him finish. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. This is okay, super okay. serious. My bad, my bad. So, it's like, basically, if your democracy isn't being represented anymore, you need to be able to take back by force. So, it's basically like, when the Americans revolted against... English, right? Back then, we all are familiar with that historical yeah. piece. Yep. And it's like, if the English said you're not allowed to have rifles, which I'm pretty sure they did, then it's like, how are the people supposed to have the means to be able to create their own, to be able to create their own will? It's like it's an anti-oppression, uh, it's an anti-oppression policy that's written in the Constitution. That is the Second Amendment. So. In way back in like fucking Japan forever ago, before guns even were a thing, you couldn't own a sword unless you were of noble descent. So like the peasants fought back with farm tools, which is why if you look at like ninja weapons and shit, they mostly look like farm tools. So if the will of the people like Hong Kong, like the protesters in Hong Kong, if the will of the people needs to defend itself with force you need to have the means to do so. So you're not oppressed by people that own assault weapons and then you're a lesser class of people. You're a subjugated group that is not allowed to have assault weapons and you're being oppressed by the elite that is allowed to have assault weapons, a.k.a. armed forces or the police. Okay. Yeah. 
Sure. Okay. Yeah. I sure. yeah, I, I agree with the sentiment. Like that sounds nice, right? Having like uh, like giving guns to people to make sure that their liberties aren't infringed upon. But like I think there's a lot of issues with that. Like first of all, um, like if, if you think about it, let's let's say like statement. every American had a gun and the U.S. government became super oppressive. Do you really think that? A bunch of like untrained citizens would have any chance against like the most powerful military force in the world. Like that sounds kind of ridiculous. Well, think of the sheer volume. I, I, but still. And then, how many military individuals would become deserters if they really were agreeing with the? Because they represent the general population yeah, of America. But- they represent the uh, the populace, right? So, if political opinion towards like the majority of people yeah. thought that the uh, government was being authoritarian and they needed to overthrow it, like, a majority of the United States military would be, like, those guys anyway. Yeah, but, like, the thing is, like, the whole point of a democracy is that you don't have to overthrow people. You can just vote them out. Yeah. Right? Right. And, like... Of course. That's where my argument lies, when. But when that doesn't work... Yeah. Right? When that doesn't work... Exactly. Well, the thing is, okay, that... that, What do you do? That might be true. That might work. But the thing is, if you're talking about the original intentions of the Founding Fathers, I really doubt that they intended to use a second they they really i really doubt that they wrote the second amendment like in anticipation of like a if because the united states becomes authoritarian break glass and restore democracy like if you look at like what on uh, what they wrote i think they did okay dude. well i'm gonna read the second amendment out loud uh, second amendment uh, every person has the right to hang a pair of bare arms okay yeah, you so a second amendment. A well regulated militia being necessary to security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Okay, so that first sentence right there I think is very important. A well regulated militia being necessary to security a free state. So back then there was not like a federal standing army. There was like the Continental Army, but that was like disbanded after this after the Revolutionary War ended. So like um the United States military, they mostly depended on the states to have militias and that's i'm pretty sure that's what the founding fathers were talking about they were not talking about personal gun ownership they were talking about state militias being able to arm their citizen right which you know is kind of i guess i kind of agree with but it, they're not they're not saying that like people should be able to own like per, own like assault rifles for personal use no I think that's another are. thing too back then guns were not this deadly like they were muskets right they took like sixty seconds to reload. You had like one shot. They were super inaccurate, and well, a lot of times they didn't even kill. Don't the think person. about it in form of guns. Yeah, it says the right to bear arms. Yeah. So arm arms or armaments could be a sword. Yeah. It could be any whatever the uh, weaponry of sure, the era but is. Like, no, you know, there's a difference well, between yeah. an AR and a knife, right? And <laughs> talk about they're still right both now. arms. Here, I want to. Okay, here here's my argument. So when you said that you know, in the Revolutionary War or whatever, that they needed guns because they had to fight back against the oppression, right? And that Britain was oppressing their right to, like, pay taxes or whatever. I don't... I'm not too informed about that. But anyways, that's, like... You're saying... Well, no, it's no taxation without representation. That's the basic yeah, no way Yeah, no taxation without representation. Um, so they weren't being representative, represented, but they were being taxed. So they said, fuck you. The world we're that we're in you. right now is very very different from 200 years ago it is solved there's very few wars between the big powers right instead things are solved uh either through democracy or through proxy diplomatic diplomatic Diplomatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah diplomatic diplomatic there we go 
it's either solved diplomatically or through proxy wars or through another form of means, right? So when I'm thinking of selling guns for personal use, the only thing that I could possibly think of is either using it to defend yourself or you're using it for recreational use, right? I'm just completely ignoring all the shootings and whatever, right? Th- those are the two reasons. Either you're you like using guns, okay. or you um you want to defend yourself, right? So yeah, you're fearful. In the, of your in life. the context of that, what like I I still don't understand why you would need anything more than a pistol. Well, what if it's like full fledged like your community's at arms? Like, what if like say say you live in the south and there's like a full racist going on movement, right? Okay. Like, so it's it's whites versus blacks, all right? Race war. A little race war. And when if right, so anybody a, opens a town, shot, your whole town is having a Regardless of war. ARs or pistols, if anybody shoots anyone in that situation, like, that, th- that's, like, that's shit going down, right? Like, that's, like, sure. that'll cause, like, an uproar. But if one side has, if one side has ARs and one side doesn't, then you have a disproportionate chance of losing if you do not when, have if you were in that kind of situation you would definitely be able to to like illegally get the firearms right if the government was down to oppress us right now there would be large shipments of guns from mexico and from anywhere and we could illegally buy the guns that still doesn't support like why guns need to be legal why ars need to be legal for that matter yeah Assault okay rifles. yeah but the whole point is to like have have one already bought and purchased and like you own it before anything goes down. For what? I still don't understand why having a so pistol. So when the shit goes down, so you you're going to gun down three people instead of one. Is that your plan? No. Yeah. That's not a good plan. Like I I just don't get like why you keep thinking that like people are get, like people aren't inherently aggressive anymore. They can't be. It's just the way of the world right now, especially in America. And right, but you're also talking about the Constitution, which was written 200 years ago. And like here's you the said. thing, when if you shoot, like you're gonna get shot at 100. You're not gonna get to use that AR. You're just gonna get shot at because you shot someone else. And you know, to even further go into your point about like protests. So if the if the police are like are you know oppressing the protesters, going we, no Russian. Yeah, are we just gonna give every protester a fucking AR? Then is that gonna solve everything? And then no, yeah. And then you have the fight. No, you have the fight. People die. And out of that, you either get left with the democracy side wins or the authoritarian side wins and you're oppressed. Right? Look, so you my need point to is have that's not a good way of people, solving things. You need to have the minorities and the people that aren't in power access to arms so that way they can just stand well, up the for The whole themselves. point is that that's not a good way to solve problems. And that's not how problems are solved in the 20th century. It's, it's a last resort. It's, yeah. But yeah. what are you going to do? Okay, are you well, going to get sure. rid of all okay, the sure. arms like, and then, like, let a guy with a gun tell you what to yeah, do? Yeah, okay. I agree, with, I agree with the sentiment no, that, like, I in, don't, like, a very like, extreme I, situation, like, you know, some sort of, I like, just, major conflict or, like, serious, like, internal... If you were to sure. look at everything in the most extreme way possible, then yes, sure. Like, mm. I... It's just not a good argument, dude. Like, no, being... I would, yeah, okay, I would say that it's it's highly unlikely that guns would be helpful, is what I'm saying. Like, it's much better. So if a guy with a gun is telling you what to do, and you don't have a gun, you do what he says, right? But you need to be able to stand up for yourself 
So you win. Yeah, my, argument, but that's, my argument is how likely is that situation? It's possible, but not likely. Dude, I'm sure it happens yeah, all not, the time. The I'm police have guns. Him, that does happen all the time. But what do you think? Like, <laughs> if, if you were to give a gun to that guy, like, that's not a good situation either. No, the police would just shoot back. They, have, yes. they, they would have every right to just shoot back at you. If you pulled out a gun. Right, whatever. That doesn't matter. That's literally, that's a null point. It doesn't matter because I'm upholding my liberty. And you're fucking dead for I'm it. I'm fighting for myself. And it's not okay, a good look Okay, and then maybe either. I win. Like, you are, if you shoot whatever. someone. That like doesn't somebody, matter. The end result doesn't matter. No, it does matter. Because what you were fighting for okay. was ultimately meaningless. And you lost your life in the process. Because what, you shot a cop and you feel good about yourself? Congrats. That's cynical, dude. But you're looking it's at it from the extremist die. way. Like, you were looking at it from, like, a police is gonna... That's what it's you for. You were looking That's at it like, like a hundred cops are gonna for. come to your house and they're gonna say, alright, get out of your house. We're gonna use your house. Like, I... It's just like... That's illegal in the Constitution, too, because the British people did yeah. that. Yeah, quartering it. But that's your extreme, like, view. Is that they are oppressing you because they're breaking some kind of rules to take advantage over you. I'm not saying it's happening. It's not happening to me right now. I haven't gone and bought a gun, but it I'm could just saying, happen. As someone that doesn't support violence and doesn't support war or guns or any of that, it seems so unnecessary in the 20th, 2020 that we people are allowed to have ARs. Okay, wait, so, wait hold, okay. On, hold on, hold on. Pretend you're in Africa, right? Hold on. Let's, okay, let's... In America. Let's... No, fuck that. Humans are humans, all right? Yes, Human if I lived in Africa be... and I was in a constant war zone, then yes, I would want a fucking gun. Like, no shit. So, pretend nobody has fucking guns at all in your state in Africa, okay. right? The guy with guns wins the war. If he gets a shipment of guns and he has access to guns, but another group does not, they will lose. Well, at the moment, yeah, but, but he's gonna, Africa, like, though. they're gonna, they're, it's like ISIS, you know? ISIS took over a city, right? And because they had guns and they were just terrorizing civilians, they were able to claim the city. Right. Ultimately, they get taken right. back over. Like, it's not like they exist anymore. By who? Other people well, with guns, ISIS right? Exist? Yeah, I mean, yes. But leave it to them. Why, yeah, are, you, why are you letting, like, Johnny No Shoes, with, who's like nine years old, able to fire, like, a fucking assault rifle? What's your right. point? Wait, wait, is that make, guns make, are make, bad? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, I gotta cut you off right there. Okay, so, like, yeah, I agree with you. Ideally, like, there would be... Like, I personally don't want guns in the U.S., but realistically, that's not going to happen. So what do you yeah, think the best... Yeah, I, I agree with that. What's the, what's the best course forward, I, like, from here? I think they got to ban... A, like, I just don't understand why you need an automatic rifle in America. Well, when you could you can have a pistol, you can have a knife, and nobody's going to fuck with you. If you take a knife everywhere, nobody is going to fuck with you. Yeah, but what about all the people who already yeah, own ARs? What, should, what, what, do you, really. what do you think should be, should be done about all their guns? Like, they bought it with their own money. About what? Like, if you want to, like, let's say you want to ban know, man. all see, ARs. This, like, that, that, see, that, that's the thing, right? Like, I don't have the solution. And, oh, okay. Like, I don't, I, I can talk about it all I want. But the problem is, it's just. People need to have free access. Because to of, guns, like, yeah, because of the way America works and the laws that have been put in place for, like, 200 years, we just can't. There's no, like, easy solution to just getting rid of guns, right? Because with our culture and what Wynn's talking about, it, it definitely could happen if we just got rid of all the guns. Some guy just, you know, had guns under his, like, backseat, and then he just goes to rob a bank, and then, like... Dude, I'm talking about the current government that's already in place. I'm talking about if they ban so guns. If, 
if I'm in Indiana and then Indiana governor has a militia, right? A group of people with, with guns, which they already do. I mean, like, even if they're not the state police, like they already have some kind of task force, right? Some kind of SWAT team. Am I wrong? They have that. Um, yeah, probably. So if the SWAT team and like the Indiana governor say I fucked his wife, right? If he wants to, if he wants to come into my house and murder me with that SWAT team, it's like, you need to be on even playing field basically. But most of the situations aren't you fucked his wife. A lot of the situations could be things like, uh, attacking minorities or like fucking some kind of war type thing. Like, like, a like a, like what, what was the Nazis? What, what did they do? Like a Holocaust, right? So if Indiana want to start their own Holocaust, you need to arm everyone that is against the Holocaust, gave, basically. Like, they need to have access to If they gave every that. Jewish person a gun, you're saying the Holocaust wouldn't have happened? If every no. Jewish person had a gun? You're not even listening. Gun. What? If, in that situation of the Holocaust, pretend if you're Jewish, right? So that's a minority. What if they're not even allowed to own guns, right? And everything else is even, but one group of people isn't allowed to own guns. They are subject to be oppressed. So you need to even yeah, the playing field and make no one subject to that's oppression. Wait, what if what if you made it so that no one can own gun? Then yeah. wouldn't it make it so that no one can oppress other people? Well then Wynn's argument would be that the people that do have guns in that situation, like in a no gun environment, they would be the winners, right? Right. Yeah. But here's exactly. the thing, when not one group is being oppressed. Everybody can like I'm talking about in our American society, the rule is everybody can own a gun, right? And because of that, you have right. a lot of accidents and you have a lot of people that use that for their own like power and their own abuse, right? It's very easy to abuse guns in this country. And what we're going off of right now, the system that we have is like you are just you are just we're just hoping that you're not mentally fucked up to the point where you're going to shoot up a school. And that's literally all we have going in America right now. There are no laws to fight school shootings and there's no like there's nothing in place to stop someone from like going to the mall right and just killing everyone okay and... okay, okay i think i have a possible okay so when would you be opposed to having states require people to obtain licenses to have firearms like kind of like a driver's license like if you want to own a gun you have to like pass some sort of like test well, yeah that was my solution i told you training. about that dude okay anyways yeah that's totally a thing that people yeah. say. So yeah, like, I would, that's, yeah, that's I would, like, I would yeah, definitely and, be okay with yeah. that. Like if, I think that's if, a good solution. I'm yeah. down with that. So if, yeah. you know, I, just don't, I just don't want like, like I just want go, buying guns to be so easy as just, you just walk into Walmart and say, you slap down some cash and like, give me an AR-15. That was my like, point. Right, no questions. Yeah. I, I'm was against that. that. I'm, so, I'm definitely okay with people if they, you know, if they like go, like obtain a license, they like attend at least like one class that tells them, like, hey, don't, like, about some basics of firearm safety, then, yeah, I'm definitely okay with people buying guns. And they're yeah, accountable. I'm definitely when, okay with that. We're kind That's of biased fine, yeah. because we, like, both Eric and I, we saw, well, we didn't see it, but we heard about it happen, and, like, we knew the guy that um, that shot up the party. Like, we, we were actually in a math class with him for, like, a year, and yeah. um, just, it, it just seems so wrong that, like, two days before he was, before he went to the party, he just bought the AR and then he just killed every like he just killed the three yeah. people. So that same guy Ming is the reason that you should have the right to buy a gun to defend yourself against guys yeah. like well, that. Well, yeah, here's the thing no, though. But, but it's in not going to work situation, like that. In an ideal situation, he wouldn't have access to guns in the first place. Yeah. That... 
No, that doesn't exist. That's a fantasy that there's well, no yeah, way yeah, I said, in hell I said, that okay, like real books. situation. Obviously, but not what if there was a yeah. four year? What if what if it took four years? But it's to such get a, a fantasy. Then that wouldn't have happened. If it took if if he had to spend four years of training to get that assault rifle, but, he would not have shot that party up. Or and that's or a fact. Even even the, or even the just illegal amended... pathway would still be there, and he could get it instantly illegally. Well, here's but the it's thing, though. Way obtaining stuff through illegal means is yeah, it's definitely harder. It's it's definitely harder than buying like. It's like, for example, like weed. Like buying weed legally is so easy. You just walk into a dispensary. But like buying illegally, you have to find like a bug. You have to make sure he's not gonna like rat you out or whatever. So it's it would, even adding some steps of friction to obtaining a gun. Wait, so would I guarantee stop people, you. I, I guarantee it. If if that guy, I'm not gonna say his name because he doesn't deserve it. But if he sat down for 24 hours and he thought about what he was doing, he would not have done it. And I am almost certain about yeah, that. Yeah, twenty four hours is a lot of different than four yeah. years, dude. Yeah, that's like, uh, well. What I'm saying is, all it so, takes is like twenty four hours of you being clear minded and understanding that what you are doing is wrong. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. a, a twenty four hour waiting period to buy guns. I'm with you. I'm, I'm fine with that. Existing. Four years, perfectly like, fine. Four years to buy a gun. Okay, so when you do that, when you institute the policy to make it four years to buy a gun legally, you are going to give more opportunity. You're building the wall. To give more opportunity for illicit means of firearm purchase to exist. You're going to have a guy outside the gun store and he's going to be like, hey man, don't want to wait? Like, look in my trunk. But if it was only 24 hours, that guy wouldn't have the financial means to support himself on that business. Hmm. That is a good argument. Because it's the drug argument, right? No, it's it, it's a lot of arguments. It's it's kind of the same as it, it can be related to drugs and it can be related to uh, immigration through the wall, like how we were talking about before. Yeah. But dude, like, if they banned guns and then like all of a sudden I needed one because like people were getting shot on my fucking street, I would feel like somebody had done me a disservice. Like I would feel. Like, the Founding Fathers wanted me to be able to uh, defend myself in that situation, and somebody blocked the Founding Fathers from fucking having my back, you know? Mm. That's still, like, a really extreme situation, though. But still, dude, like, people can get shot on the street. Like, cops are shooting fucking people on the street now, right? Like, they could shoot me just as easily as anyone else. I just... if. <laughs> Okay, if you're a black person and you're being harassed by police officers and you pull out a gun, you're going to get fucking shot. And there's no question about that. Like, I I don't know. The the argument just seems so... Like, yeah. sure, sure, if you the, give yeah, both sides the, a gun, like, in a perfect world, yes, there would be a possibility for defense. But in this, like, with guns, it's literally who shoots first is the guy that fucking... Ming, you're thinking about this too logically and not ideologically enough you're thinking too logically you're thinking if my body went at you know this speed to to draw a gun as long as i was the fastest hands in the west i could get him or i wouldn't be able to get him even if i was the fastest hands in the world guns are literally yes that's how guns work someone in the snap of a finger right it's not like so imagine imagine if you will there's a sheriff right there's a new sheriff in town okay and he doesn't fucking like you okay he's coming to get you this is this is like the most extreme thing i could ever think of 
dude, this is so real. This like, could happen some so serial fast. killer just wants to kill me because fuck, like fuck that, right? But what if the serial killer is in a position of authority? Like, what if you're you are part of the fucking plebeian lowest layer of the cast, and you are not allowed privileges that other people are allowed, and then you're oppressed because you don't have those privileges, like firearm ownership yo sorry i got a i just got a message but anyways um what if you weren't allowed to drive a car because you were your parents were of asian descent like that's the kind of well, shit i'm, I'm talking about gun over like, that if if everyone had a car or if everyone had a, if everyone's allowed access to guns that's how it is right now right so you got rid of that and there was a ban, then you have to start choosing who has guns, right? Policemen, okay, no. they can have guns, no. right? No, they cannot have guns. If we were to ban guns, policemen do not get guns. Okay, then who has guns? Criminals. Well, okay, okay, here's the thing, though. Okay, okay. If we... This is unrealistic. But if we were... If, no, no. If, you can't no, delete if we guns were from existence. I'm not, guns, I'm not saying that. We would like, do something similar to Australia, right? Where we would, like, they, what they did was they bought back a lot of the legal guns and they destroyed them. What that would, what, what, what that would mean was that they would, like, even if criminals wanted to buy stuff on the black market, like, guns would be super expensive. That's how it is in Australia. Like, if you want to buy guns that are super no. expensive, if you want to buy guns on the black market, they would be no, higher no, yeah, demand. They would be no. higher demand and a lower supply, which means basic economics. There would be okay, much yeah, higher Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm with prices. you. Okay, yeah. So, like, right. yeah, there's a lot of reasons for not wanting to ban guns but, still, but one of them okay, is then not that, creates... that criminals would have better access to guns because that's not the case yeah i'm just gonna say that no they would so like with when they have the demand rise the the firearm manufacturers the illicit illegal ones would raise supply to meet demand yeah but the, here's the thing though because the fire, firearm manufacturing isn't like drug manufacturing where you can just do in the middle of a jungle you gotta you gotta, you gotta have yes you can yes, yes you can not dude. At yes the same you can scale. like not at the same scale. No, wins and smuggling, right. smuggling okay, firearms. Yeah, not at the same scale. Whatever. Not but the same as smuggling drugs. If the profit was there, I mean, yeah, yes. If the I'm profit was yes, there, there would, don't you think people would scale yeah, it up? I'm saying yes. There would definitely be a black market, but like the skill required to like have the like machining tools and skills to make guns is much higher than that to make drugs. And because of that, the cost to, the cost it's to not buy as hard black as you think. guns would be very high. Meaning that for most, for your average criminals. It will be out of their reach. Okay, so then at this point, yeah. right now, the the cost of guns is very mm -hmm. high in the black. And market. now you're creating a disproportionate you're creating a disproportionate climate of rich versus poor, and rich people will be able to oppress because they uh, have dude, the firearms. Rich people do not no? need guns to oppress poor people. They're doing that just fine already. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sure, but then they'll have even harder With of every a single situation you're thinking no? of is like the most extreme situation. I want you to look at. Dude, this is no, so realistic. Not. I want you to look at countries like, okay, take China, for example, okay? China, guns are completely banned, and how they handle police officers is they just station a bunch of police, like, there's a bunch of people in China, right? So there's high demand for jobs. What they do is police officers are allocated to positions, like, in the subway, there'll probably be, like, maybe three police stations with, like, 15, you know, quote-unquote police. They don't have any weapons. They just have, like... Like they, That's fine. Know, nobody has guns. There's very few, there's very few killings in China. And just, like, it's mainly, like, accidents and, like, you know, getting hit by your car versus... So who has the guns no in China? The military. Yeah. The government. I mean, that, yeah. Yeah. And okay, what are okay. they doing yeah, with those true. guns, Ming? Right. 
they're in Hong Kong, Ming. Yeah, well, here's the thing, though. I don't think no, even, that's like, even that's if still... the even if the American population is well armed, I'm totally right. You guys are. You guys what about just Europe? My what about in Europe? How they don't allow like guns and there's no gun accidents or there's no killings or anything. Well, Europeans are dumb, is, Ming. Let's not bring them up. No, I now, like Europeans. I think Europeans are. We haven't had any research. None of us yeah, have looked this up. But I mean, that's the point of this podcast, right? Yeah, I guess, okay. but I don't want you to start talking about shit you don't know, and then basically. All right, let's. Okay, let's we need let's to have some concluding be well concluding arguments. Yeah, this is move on. my audacity recording is three hours long, guys. We need to. We... I cannot believe you guys haven't no, come I'm around. I'm never going to come around on that because guns are bad. Violence is bad, and this is how I'm always going to see the world win. I am not going to look at it. Okay, don't buy a gun. I'm not going to buy not a gun. I'm look maybe. at it from the most extreme point of view and say, oh, some sheriff is going to come knocking on my door and shoot me. Like, what? That's an example to prove a broader point. When is that ever going to happen? It could, dude. It's <laughs> That's your argument, is that it could have happened. Okay, anyways, let's right. let's wrap this up. Let, yeah, so, let's wrap it up. Let's. What's the other side? They're banned... Criminals can have them. They cost more money, sure, but they're still there. You can't get rid of them, yeah, man. Well, you can't get rid of them. I'm not going to argue that. Like, you definitely can't get rid of them. So you have to have them, and you have to give them to anyone. You have to freely available. You can't make it under a paywall. You have to open the gates. You have to make equality. All right, let's okay. let's wrap this up. Uh, yeah. All right, let's move on to the next issue. What's what's the next? No, I, what's the I next? Think it's like three hours, man. Or, oh yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> like I gotta, I gotta, and probably what an hour. I gotta, I gotta go somewhere. <laughs> so um, let's let's uh, let's wrap this up. At the end of the day, guys. Um, like I said, you know, it's not worth killing each other over your political opinion. It's fine. It's a good thing, honestly, to like. If I learned anything from business school. And, like, the stupid management class I took, it's that if you don't have arguments, then your group's going to do literally nothing, right? And, like, you're not going to be able to, like, you're just going to accomplish more if you're able to disagree with each other and, right on. you know, be able to form things. So it's important to have these kind of discussions, guys, every once in a while and, you know, come out of your comfort shell and whatever. Just don't kill each other over it, right? Like, at the end of the day, I still love win, even though I don't, like... I'm probably gonna buy a gun and shoot yeah, me. I mean, shit. That, he might fine. he might become sheriff and like <laughs> knock on my door and say, I'm trying to kill you. And you know, I might need a gun then, right? So shit. Sorry. Uh <laughs> can we wrap? Let's <laughs> wait, Eric. I told you it could happen as I'm knocking Eric, on his door. Uh, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> you're you're the special guest for this show. Do you wanna say anything? A lot has been said. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything left to say. Other Can't than be thanks, for, thanks guys for having me on. Um, yeah, do you have any? Yeah, do you want to shout out any by. social media or nope. anything? Yeah, we do don't not really want fuck people to know shit. who I am. Let <laughs> said a lot of stuff today. Yeah, I wish people didn't know who I was after I, what I said. This is a three-hour. Who's actually going to be listening to a three-hour oh, episode? Gonna, Dude, I'm chopping yeah, this fucker up. This thing yeah, is going to get cut. There's a lot. There's there's a lot of good moments today. Let's be like, honest, this will get yeah. to like two hours and 30 minutes if we were to cut most of it, right? So. I think I'm going to cut out like half the gun thing because we were yeah, just yeah. repeating. That gun thing was definitely. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe. 
cut out the Hicks part too. Maybe not though. I mean, fuck it, dude. Yeah. I like hillbillies. Dude, uh, let me just end with this. Um, when I was like 12, I watched this episode of The Simpsons where they get stuck in hillbilly territory. And the whole time, they were just drinking moonshine and dancing. And I was like, that's what I want to be when I grow up. So I love hillbillies. Let's go. Go Hicks. Go fucking Cal... <laughs> no, not California. Nevada. Wyoming. Oklahoma. Not Nevada. Whatever. New Mexico. Let's go. Go Hicks. Alabama. I don't know. We're the Foglers, signing off. Later. Yo, yo, if you made it to the end of that fucking dumpster fire, like, holy shit, we... We didn't even end. We didn't even get to talk about half the shit we wanted to talk about. But fuck it, man. We did it. We fucking did it. And if you got problems with that, then that's probably for the best. Because I got problems with that, too. But, you know, enough for that. Let's get the let's get the formalities out of the way. The Foglers are hosted by myself, Ming, and my good friend, Wynn. I'd like to thank special guest Eric, who's both Wynn's friend, but my next door neighbor he's been my friend for a good long time now thank you eric for coming on the show we really appreciate it music and transitional music is done by chad crouch and the intro song is done by the u.s army band and it's called stars and stripes forever if you like the foglers and you want to support us directly feel free to leave a review on apple podcasts or uh I don't know, Stitcher? Like, what, what What are you guys using to listen to this stupid podcast anyways? Whatever, just leave the review and we'll be happy. Check us out on Twitter, The Foglers. Check us out on Discord, The Foglers. Check us out on email, Podcast at gmail.com. It's all welcome and it's all good. Quote of the week is from Harry Emerson Fodick. Fosdick? Uh, I'm very sorry if you're listening to this from heaven or whatever, but the quote is, democracy is based upon the conviction that there are extraordinary possibilities in ordinary people. Thanks for listening to our, to whatever this was. <laughs> um, we really do appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next Wednesday.